Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like his best. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and snacks. So get ready, here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm probably going to get it. I cut off Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. what are you thinking? Well, I think we have a new nominee for Dead by Christmas. <laughs> Some tells me we'll play it again. I promise you, I'll make it up to you. Yeah. At some point during today's show, I will play Taylor Swift. Don't fret. Yeah, I, I will get to you. So I, I know this is right now somebody, they're probably making some, what do they do? They probably make some kind of like doll that, uh, what, what do they call those kind of dolls that you Voodoo. put the pins in them? Voodoo doll? I feel like Swifties probably have that power. And they definitely are mad at you now. You've, know. you've awoke the beast. I know, I know. But like I said, I, I have that only... I have that, but I will also tell you what sweet treats Taylor Swift likes to bake for Travis Kelsey. That, that will be my gift back to you, Swifties, for cutting her off. We at peace now? <laughs> Never. Probably not. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday KBJ Show. Nice to see you all here today. Got uh, a lot of stuff going on. Going to get to it here on YouTube. We're already up and cranking, baby. KBJ TV you like to uh, see everything that's uh, going on here today. It's almost like you got a little mix of uh, Halloween and Christmas today, Bird. Well, this is the Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say, that's good. You, you nailed it today. Jeez. I was thinking that. He's a little tight. Whoa. A little tight. I Holy see where the nightmare is. J- jingle balls. Wow. Good <laughs> Lord. Not going to lie. Oh, wow. This may not make it through the whole show. She's tight. Is that a fruitcake wow. down there? I... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm like you're packing some fudge down there. Actually kind of I definitely <laughs> see nuts and berries. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little pain. Wow, yeah. That did, that did look uncomfortable. She's tight. A little tight in the crotch, You gave yourself a yeah. very significant moose knuckle. Wow. Well, the only one they had was a size too, too small, and I yeah. knew it was too small, but I go, you know what? You'll squeeze in this thing. I'm squeezing a lot less. <laughs> did you have a conversation with your nards before you did that? Because I'm not sure how they're feeling they right now. They did not sign off no, on this. I was going to say, I don't think they agreed There's to it. There's no way. No, yeah. they, they like, they're, they're a big fan of just the old navy khakis. And your butt well. doesn't like the wedgie either. No, this is a terrible outfit. <laughs> okay. Terrible look. Well, she likes the uh, Jaybird's terrible look. I don't know. KBJ-TV. I think it's delicious. Look, okay. I, I'm trying. I'm hoping the people notice. I'm trying to go full gorilla with holiday stuff this season. There's a full gorilla down there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you nailed it. 
I want the people to see it. Okay. <laughs> see my well, efforts. We see it. Yeah, we see it. You can't miss it. Good Lord. Shining bright as Rudolph's nose. Slightly evident. All right, go to a YouTube. Look for the KBJ Show or Dallas up at kbjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, Jay Bird? I swear I'm not doing this on purpose. The other day I said, you know, I was complaining about how I only had one spoon left. And I walked up to my door. Someone sent me spoons. Well, then I started complaining. I only had one fork left. Someone sent me forks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no note attached. Someone's just dropping off utensils to me. That's kind of amazing. It's very sweet and very it's kind. kind of like you that have a, nice. a magic genie in a bottle. And you just you say it and it appears. But it's weird. It's like they, they, definitely, they definitely know my schedule. They know when I'm not home. I, I, just, I show up and I go, boom, utensils. And I'm not going to lie. It's very cozy. I don't know if you've ever run out of dishes or utensils. But it... It's you struggle when you want to eat a bowl of cereal and there's no bowls. That does suck. Yes. I went through that when my gross roommate was leaving all my dishes under her bed dirty and I found out. Yeah, underwear, dishes, and silverware is just being taken at an alarming rate. And I was so excited to eat cereal. I bought the milk, I bought the I bought the cereal, all kinds of cereal. I went to go Ooh. eat it. Didn't have a bowl. I'm like, oh, oh no. A cup will do. And I had to do a cup and that's some broke down bologna. But well, okay, so we got forks, we got, we got spoons, you said you need underwear, okay, <laughs> he needs underwear, and it doesn't matter if it's used, it, it, well, go ahead and leave it on his porch, mm-hmm. he would love all your underwear. Let's just make sure we get the right sizes, nuts have been through enough. <laughs> <laughs> 32 to 34, please, yeah. it's kind of where but yeah. my, my safe zone is. Let's try You've at least been get on known that. to like a, a lacy thong, too. I, yeah, I, 32 to 34 is my, my game. <laughs> Boxer briefs? You know, I can't be picky. (laughs) No, do not send me underwear. I'm good. Oh, you're getting so much underwear. (laughs) You are going to be underwear rich. Mm. (laughs) And I don't think all of them should be brand new in the package. Just saying. And and I also do want to thank, I believe it was Kathy and Renee that was out in in our parking lot on Monday. And I'm Mm -hmm. walking up and all of a sudden, I believe it was Kathy. Jay, but I'm not a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) So after you pooed yourself, what did you do? No, she, they made us the best treats and i i want to go on record i offered everybody here i said you guys want some everyone said jaybird you take them home mm-hmm. they made a pumpkin loaf i guess a pumpkin yeah. cream loaf virginia oh my i know and i'm not even a I have, guy i have one in my fridge right now because my panda's stepmom made us one and sent one. It's a Christmas thing. It is, fact, Kevin. It's like a giant Swiss oh, cake yeah. roll. I remember yeah. those, yeah. But it's pumpkin-y. And it's fresh. It's not like store-made and chemical-y. We used to have that uh, a lot growing up. I think oh. Kathy and I are from about the same area. Well, so good. So it was kind of a... It was a big thing in our area. Look, Kathy and Renee, if you want to scare me in the parking lot <laughs> at any time, you can do it if you're bringing that pumpkin loaf. Frighten mm. me with pastry. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. I never thought I liked pumpkin. I never thought I liked loaves, and I like them. They're amazing. No doubt. All right, what you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, today is just your lucky day when it comes to pastry, bird, I mean, because I have for you... <laughs> 
Something that I haven't been able to give you for 11 years. I don't know if you remember this, but 11 years ago, I brought you back these delicious hand pies from New Orleans. I do remember. Hubig's hand pies. Oh, yeah. And 11 and a half years ago, their pie bakery in New Orleans, just outside of the French Quarter, had burned to the ground. That's why I haven't been able to give you hand pies for quite a while. You haven't had them for a while. They had a pyre. They had a pyre. Uh They had a fire. So there was a a horrible accident. One of their employees accidentally burned the whole bakery to the ground. And this thing had been making pies for 50 years. Did they keep that employee? I'm pretty sure they let him go. <laughs> but Really? Okay. It, it was crazy. So after the the bakery burned to the ground, the two owners couldn't agree on whether or not they should sell the business or bring the pies back. And finally, after years and years and years, the pies are back, and I have them for you today. I mean, what a day, Kevin. And they, a lot going on here. These, these pies are so cool. And if you grew up in New Orleans in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s, you know all about Hubig's pie. But all the machines that they used to make these pies were from the 50s and 60s and 70s. They had to do so much to be able to make these pies the same as they used to make them, to be able to make the packaging the same as they used to make it, and they've done it. Well, I mean, I'm tickled pink, and it's very, thank you so much, and it's so nice of them not to punish the people. They go, you know what, we're going to give the people what they want, because we didn't start the pyre. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Enjoy your Christmas pie. Look at that, huh? <laughs> Look at this, Kevin. Man, oh man. What What's on your day. mind, Kevin? Well, uh, today is a big day for a lot of our local athletes here in South Florida. It is National Signing Day. It's kind of a cool little thing where kids get to sign their letter of intent to which college and university they're going to attend and so all the years of hard work that they put into becoming an athlete and trying to get that higher education it gets to uh, get paid off today so that's going to be going on so congratulations to all of those athletes who's going to be doing that also want to say a quick congratulations to jeremiah smith from shamanah madonna he won the nat moore trophy for the most outstanding high school football player in south florida he also was named the max preps florida high school football player of the year Wow. And he also is the top-rated player in the country who led Shamanah Madonna to an unbeaten state championship. They finished second in the country, Virginia. Wow. Good for them. Overall. So uh, hopefully today he's going to be signing his letter of intent to The Ohio State University. So let's hope that that goes down. Yes. So you'll find out at what time? Don't know. Don't know if uh, he's even signing today. You can start signing today. Oh, gotcha. Okay. There's a lot of people that uh, root for the Miami Hurricanes and Florida State Seminoles that are really hoping that uh, he will flip to their school before he puts uh, pen to paper. So it's a big rush to try to get the number one player. So it's a big day today. So a lot of these recruits are going to have a lot of offers and homes and cars and all kinds of stuff thrown at them. So going to be kind of a fun, tempting day. Yeah. And are you excited for when that day comes for your son, uh, Cannon? 
I was watching him playing basketball on Caitlin's TikTok. Oh, okay. Wow, he's good. Yeah, he's he's a good little player. He's working very hard at Unlike it. Unlike you, he's got a little vertical leap. <laughs> no, he does. He must he's have got, got that from his mama. Yeah, I know. He did not get any athletic ability from me. But yeah, he's, he's playing. He's having a good time. He plays football and basketball. And so he's only a freshman, so we got a ways to go. Uh, sure. He's looking good. Yeah, he is. He's just enjoying it. He's playing it like he should be. Look, just having fun with it. Virginia knows the ins and outs of basketball. She knows yes. about ups. She I, I saw one TikTok, 30 seconds, that your daughter put up. I think yep. we should sign him. So, <laughs> she saw your son playing basketball, so automatically, Kevin, he's awesome. We signed him. Right, okay. We he's, got him. He signed, huh? Got him. <laughs> nice. Also, I thought this was uh, kind of cool. Enter Miami sold out their season tickets already. Wow. This will be Lionel Messi's first full season here in South Florida. And uh, kind of cool that they're getting that going. In fact, soccer season not too far away here in South Florida. Inter Miami is going to be starting uh, preseason training in early January, and the regular MLS season starts in February. So you've only got about another uh, month and a half to await. Uh, Inter Miami is going to be going over to uh, the uh, like Saudi Arabia. And uh, for the first time, you're going to be saying since he played uh, for Inter Miami, they've got um, Lionel Messi taking on Cristiano Ronaldo's team on February 1st. That's a big battle of uh, titans in soccer, Virginia. So... And it was kind of a big deal because Ronaldo took all that money to go to the Saudi Pro League and Lionel Messi came to Inter Miami. So you got to root. That's a USA kind of moment right there. USA. What? USA. Take it. USA. Who? Who? That's right. In your face, Saudis. That's right. All up in your face. That's right. So there you go. So some good stuff uh, going on. All right. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes. I don't know how many times we have to tell you to beware. But I've got another warning that I feel like I just repeat too often. There is a thing in South Florida that's very dangerous, and nobody's listening to me. I will tell you again about it coming up next. My KVJ show. I don't know how many times I have to say it, but I, I, I keep saying it because it's valuable information. Do not mess with the bright line. I agree. My gosh. Another one. Got it yesterday, Jay Bird, the bright line. I, I how many times do you think I have put out this PSA? If you had to guess. Every time it, it hurts somebody. Every time. And I think we're what at 103 fatalities, so I've said this same message 103 times. I think that not every time though, it's you know, people being careless. I think they're doing it to their own. Sometimes they try to beat the arm. And then that's not good. For sure. And then sometimes they just don't see it, and they're not paying attention, and they walk right in front of it. Yeah. No, sometimes. But uh, unfortunately, the situation that uh, we have that happened yesterday in uh, West Palm Beach was uh, somebody that was crossing the tracks on foot that was trying to beat the train. Oh, gosh. And uh, like I said, the bright line is undefeated. You know, it may not seem like it's going that fast. But uh, when it hit 69-year-old Gary Mallard, it was going 35 miles per hour. And they're even kind of breaking down today on the news just the, the math on that and the closing speed of just even 35 miles per hour. You know, it's, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty quick. It's pretty quick. It's just it's not even ever worth testing it. No. If you hear dinging 
don't go on those tracks. If it, you see arms down, don't go across the tracks. It goes by so quick. It does. The bright line is moving fast. That's how it's taking people out. Mm-hmm. And trust me, it's not going to add more than like a, a half a minute to your day. No. It's going to be gone before you know it. The arms are going to go back up and you're going to be back about your business. You're not going to be standing there like you would with a freight train where you're there for like five minutes. I always feel bad for the operator, too, of said train. Yeah, it, it, it it's a lot. Oh. Uh, you know, it's a lot on everybody. There is. It's it's why it's just, it's so preventable that, you know, in this specific case, it was just an instance where it's like, don't do it. Do not do it. Just stop. You know, the numbers are pretty crazy. Ryan even broke down some from uh, Lake Worth Beach. He sent in an email uh, just kind of letting us know about the latest uh, Brightline fatality. Uh, death toll, 103 now. Uh, 34 in Palm Beach County. You have got 44 in Broward, 20 in Miami-Dade, and one in St. Lucie County. So it's just uh, a lot. Now, again, not all those are the accidental. Some of them are suicides and other things like that. But there are enough of people trying to drive around the arms when they're down, enough people trying to walk faster than the train is going to go. And those are the people that I'm talking to. Um, I know they're trying to come up with new ways that people can't get on the tracks. That's going to take a long time, though. There's a lot of track, and it's going to be a lot of barriers that's going to be needed. So just if you don't know, I'm hoping maybe one person will at least reconsider crossing those tracks when they hear ding, 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 ding. Don't do it. Don't even test the bright line. Yeah. Yeah, so far the uh, Bright Line remains the nation's deadliest transportation with one death occurring every 24,433 miles. Uh, And apparently that's horrible in comparison to Japan's super high speed rail, which has a rate of zero deaths occurring every one million miles of operation. I just wonder what the difference is. Didn't Japan supposedly have a high rate of suicide as well? Why why are these numbers this way? I don't know. Yeah, they say it's even bad compared to America's National Railroad death average, which has a rate of one death per 590,000 plus miles. So, yeah, Ryan, I feel the same way. Says I don't get why this is such an issue in Florida. Hopefully they can figure this out before the death toll reaches 200, because at this rate, it's going to get there pretty soon. Pretty depressing stat, right? Yeah, but it just needs to be repeated, and it needs to hopefully penetrate and get out there, and the message needs to be clear that this train does not play. It has a kill count. Yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know why. It's the craziest thing. It's not sinking in to people. Who are just thinking, eh, I don't know. I, I got can, this. I, I got this. It does not move like one of those freight trains. It is way quicker. We need a mood changer. Mama, do you want breakfast? <laughs> it is on the bird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want no more Christmas calories. I've been going off. I mean, since Thanksgiving. Ooh, ooh, mama's puffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let me see some other uh, comments coming in. Japan's high rail train, it's a raised track, so it doesn't stop traffic. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. We were even talking about this yesterday on the After the Show, where just other areas, other cities in America and other countries are well ahead of where we are in South Florida and mass transit. Just doing it a lot better. South Florida, we, we really like to grab some headlines, don't we? 
We really do. We honestly, we don't do transportation well. <laughs> we just really don't in, in anything. Just transportation in South Florida is not done well. It's got to, if you put a, it has to be a D or an F, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, just through the whole thing, all transportation, getting around South Florida, it's got to, it's a D or an F experience. We're having a longer learning curve than should be applicable. Yeah. It's taking us longer to figure out that, oh, let me not test this but train. I also feel like South Florida, it's not just transportation that we struggle with. <laughs> we struggle with a lot of things. Life. Yeah, we do. A lot of things we struggle with. And I look, I love SoFlo. I love it down here. It's my people. I, I do, too. It's just one of the things that I know that we need to do better. Somebody texted in and said, don't forget about I-95. Somebody in St. Lucie got arrested last night for shooting in a car in a road rage incident. Oh, my. Come on, Terrible. Pizzle. That's the other thing as well, man. Good Lord. So you you can't get around the trains, deadly. Can't get around the highways, deadly. Just crazy, man. I'm hoping that we can uh, do it better. All right, uh, coming up here in just a bit. We always love being educational here on the KBJ Show, and I got a little holiday fact or fiction for you. What do you think about this? Fact or fiction? Two of the New Testament Gospels indicate that there were only two wise men. You always see when you see the nativity scenes, it's either got three wise men or Harry Potter's in it. (laughs) Well, they each had a gift, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Did did somebody double up and one guy had to hold the frank and the myrrh? Showed somebody up. He's like, oh, Ted, I brought two gifts. (laughs) You didn't didn't get him anything? (laughs) You couldn't even brought a sandwich? Okay, what do you think? Do you think that's a fact or fiction? That and a whole lot more you're going to learn about the holiday season coming up in minutes right here on the KVJ Show. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. It's time to gain some knowledge to learn more. Here than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got the eyes. Fact or fiction? All right, time to learn a little something about the season. 
here today. We'll see what you guys know already with a little Christmas fact or fiction for you. Obviously, you only have two answers, fact or fiction. What do you think about the first one here, Virginia? The official date of Jesus' birth is December 25th, fact or fiction? I think that's fiction. You're going to go with fiction. You don't think it's December 25th? No, I don't think it was. I think it was in the spring. Okay. You, you taught us this. Yeah, you did. Okay. I'm glad you guys listened. You're correct. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Most historians say probably sometime in April is when it actually would have gone down. But uh, Pope Julius I is the one that just said, yeah, let's go December 25th to uh, celebrate his uh, birth. I believe they're kind of trying to cover up a little pagan celebration was going on at the time. They said, you know what, instead of celebrating that, why don't you celebrate this little baby? Look over here, not over there. Right. Here's a shiny little baby. (laughs) Look this way. What about this bird? Fact or fiction? Two of the New Testament Gospels indicate there were only two wise men, not no, three. That's straight up Kevin uh, fiction. Of course, it's three. Yeah, okay, very nice. Yeah. Well, we got to uh, three, but um, the Gospel of Matthew is the only one that mentions them, and it doesn't specify how many there were. So we are the ones that ascribed the three and it's probably because you're right virginia of the gifts gold frankincense and myrrh Myrrh. a a quick bible question do they do they do they talk about music a lot in the bible yes they do absolutely okay yeah very musical yeah king david big old uh famous harp player he could shred yeah he did uh shred it on the harp he was (laughs) amazing big old concert it's kind of like the taylor swift of his day handsome man yeah that was great the pyrotechnics the stage performances he was the era's tour of his era. Got ya. <laughs> if that makes sense. It does make sense. Okay. What about this, uh, Virginia? Christmas fact or fiction? The St. Nicholas associated with Santa Claus is the patron saint of prostitutes. What? Whoa. He puts the ho, ho, ho in your Merry Christmas. Fact or fiction? I mean, I'm going to go fact. The hoes need... A saint. And then you kind of explain a little bit about that. You do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why they say ho, ho, ho. No, I'm just kidding. That's, a, <laughs> that's not a fact necessarily, but it does work out pretty well. Yeah, most uh, saints have uh, something that they kind of looked after, and uh, that was just the one that he was ascribed to. When they were handing out what you could do, he was like, you know what? I'll look after the hookers. <laughs> me, I'll do it. I'll help out the hookers. I will console them. Who wants hookers? Me. That's... Me right here. That's <laughs> Nick. Nick, I got it. I'm taking all the hooks. I'll take that one. Take Thank you. Downtown, watch the guy play some harp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Going to go get some hose. We're going to the King David concert. <laughs> That's a pretty good little Saturday night, not going to lie. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, what do you think about this one? In order to visit everyone on Earth on Christmas Eve, Santa would only be able to spend half a second at each house. Is that fact or fiction, Bird? Oh, man. You've done this a couple times. And. I remember the answer. It is? <laughs> it's fiction. It is fiction. You're right. He would have to visit 20,000 homes a second, so a half second is about 10,000 times too long. Whoa. And do you know why he's able to do it? Magic. Magic. That's right. He moves quick. All right, what about this, Virginia? Fact or fiction? Santa doesn't have 24 hours to deliver all his presents. He actually has 31 I think it's a fact. That is a fact, yeah. 
As long as he's traveling east to west, he has 31 hours because of time zones and the rotation of the Earth. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. That's a fun little Christmas fact right there. No break for the fat man. Mm-mm. Burn, what about this? We don't, we don't fat shame. Whatever. We don't fat shame Santa. I right. can do whatever I want. Don't tell me how to live. This is, 20, this is 2023, 1973. You should apologize for what you're doing to your balls. Uh, <laughs> All right, what do you think, Burr? Donner and Blitzen are German words that mean stoned and drunk. <laughs> Fact or fiction? Oh, this is... What are we going to be, Donner or Blitzen? Yeah, this is, and that's what you're flying behind. This is Kevin Trickery fiction. You're correct. Yeah. Whoa, he sniffed yeah. it out. Yeah, it actually means thunder and lightning. Oh. Donner and Blitzen. All right, last one for you, Virginia. Christmas fact or fiction. The phrase Merry Christmas was once frowned upon by the church since the word Merry implied that you were happy because you were drunk. Is that a fact or is that fiction? It feels fact. Yeah, I'm going fact. I mean, are we finding a lot of fun things out here? St. Nick and the hoes. And <laughs> yeah. You know, being Mary means you're hammered. Blitzen. Look, look, I'm going to go on a big harp run. Yeah. I'm going. I'm listening to all kind of harp stuff today. Okay, you're going to get on that, huh? Very nice. And uh, what about this bird? A popular Christmas tradition in Victorian England was to blindfold children to have them try to guess who was hitting them. <laughs> This seems. I'm gonna do that in my house this year. This seems old timey and mean, so it's a fact. You're gonna go fact. It is a fact. It was a fun game called Hot Cockles, which uh, might be our next uh, punishment for Do It B. Oh, we we have the the proper cockles. I mean, all you need is a blindfold and you just start whooping people. And I've got a ba- I've got plenty of bats. <laughs> Okay, wiffle ball bats. I have a bat in my car. I think you need to go with uh, a, a a hand. Because that would that would say more. Because if you're hitting somebody with a bat or an, an instrument, you may not know as much. A hand is more personal. It is, and then it's right? more fun for both people. Yeah, I, I think I think to do hot cockles correct, I think it needs to be a a, a hand. My only fear is that y'all won't go hard enough. Oh, don't <laughs> you the, worry. Towards the bird, because I know what I'll lose. <laughs> it's KVJ. We have got an upset brewing in our bracket for the best Christmas movies and specials. We had an upset last round that knocked out National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. A Charlie Brown Christmas took it down. And now in this round, in our final four, we have got a serious upset of Bruin. We have got Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the old animated version set to beat Elf. What? Bird's overall pick for our winner could be going down. Is it the fact that I was so arrogant with my words and ways that people said, we don't like the attitude, Bird. We're going against it. We're voting. Could have been. There's no way. There's no way that Elf is beat by anything still in the competition, much less Charlie Brown and his Prozac made net. Yeah, I see what Elf's not going against uh, Charlie Brown. I mean, no. I, I said anything. Anything, I said okay. anything. Anything at all. Oh. Nothing left in it should beat Elf. You're kind of saying the people counting the votes might be dropping the ball. Are you saying, are you blaming this on a Denny's in a suit situation? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but to, okay. I'm trying to start that Christmas drama. Are you drama. trying to start a uh, infighting? <laughs> Christmas drama. Holiday infighting. <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know what's uh, going on. It's just uh, either people are trying to go in there and sabotage, or we just are not very in tune with where we think people are going to be voting. Home Alone has got a comfortable lead on a Charlie Brown Christmas, so it looks like when we break it on down, and uh, we're going to be here, I believe uh, coming up after 8 a.m. this morning, down to the final two for you to start uh, voting on, that uh, it's going to be right now Home Alone versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Elf wow. will be gone. I mean, kind of a anticlimactic. Elf is gone. Christmas Vacation is gone. I just, I don't know. I kind of lost my Christmas spirit. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> just let me know when you're done with snack time. <laughs> He's sorry. But let's move these. <laughs> let's move them. He has to keep cuddling his pies. <laughs> if you would like to uh, cast a vote, you can go to kvjshow.com. Uh, get on it here, and we'll see what happens. We're stunned, Kevin. Yeah, uh, you know, hey, whatever. I, I guess it's all your own opinion, but, man, yesterday I watched uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with my son Cannon, and it just reminded me what a solid movie that is. I still laughed from beginning to end. It's rare to say that about any movie, period, ever made. Much less one that is a holiday movie. Did Cannon laugh? He did. did. The youngster laughed. He, he actually, he chose the movie. I said, hey, because we had a little bit of time. I'm like, uh, you want to watch a movie? And he said, yeah. I said, you want holiday regularly? He said, go holiday. And I said, which one? He said, let's go Christmas Vacation. Aww. It was his choice. I love that. A 15-year-old boy chose Christmas Vacation, and a father and son sat there and laughed for 90 minutes straight. That's beautiful. It was. It was an amazing time. I really loved it. But I was like, wow, how is that out of our bracket? Look, I'm still going on the record saying Elf is going to win. Elf is going to have a comeback? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I guess we'll see. Now, you got to always update these because they are coming out with new specials, and IMDb. The Internet Movie Database, which a lot of people regard as the way to keep rankings and scores. They have updated their list of the top Christmas movies of all time. I was looking at their old list. Kind of interesting that they'd had It's a Wonderful Life at number one and Die Hard at two. Oh, a boy, Kevin. What? Uh, They had National Lampoons at 6, then an Elf at 9, some of the ones that are big for us. Now they've updated, and here's how it falls. They put Polar Express in their top 10. It's number 10. (laughs) (laughs) Are they messing with us? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, I'm not sure exactly how they calibrate uh, their rankings. I think it's based on reviews. Uh, they have things like meta scores and then ratings, so it looks like you can give it uh, a different rating based is, on stars. It is odd to me that that movie's been out for quite a bit, and all of a sudden, I mean, it is just getting... People are tearing that movie apart right now. I've seen it getting ripped upon everywhere this year. Amen. And, and I don't know why all of a sudden everyone started going in on that. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. It's, it's kind of like one of them celebrities that got canceled 12 years later. <laughs> like, oh, crap. Yeah. So you've got uh, Polar Express at number 10. They've got Home Alone 2, Alone in New York at number 9. I watched it with Rocco. We both giggled. It was very cute. Okay. Uh, Die Hard from where it was before has dropped down to 8. 
The Santa Claus is at seven. Die Hard's too controversial. Even now when you put it up there, it's not a Christmas movie. It uh-huh. is a Christmas movie. The one that really has gained some traction wasn't even on our list, and that probably was an oversight. I need to give it some uh, love and respect. The Grinch, the 2018 animated version, is number six on the IMDb most popular Christmas movies of all time. Have you seen that? It's doing well. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just... I don't agree with a lot of this. It's have just, you seen it, though? I have seen it. You have seen The Grinch, the 2018 version? Absolutely. I've seen it. You don't think it's it. solid? I don't think it's as good as the original. Okay. The original is not even in the list. They got Jim Carrey's version at number five. Hmm. Then at four, they have Elf. Christmas Vacation is three. Love Actually is all the way at number two. And the number one most popular Christmas movie of all time, according to IMDb, is Home Alone. That's their new ranking. Have you seen Love Actually, Jay Bird? Actually, yes. I've never seen it. I I liked it. It was rom-com. You know how the bird is. Okay. Should it be number two? Absolutely not. I I don't... Look, when it comes to all these lists and all that, you never know about algorithms and who's writing the reviews and what's going on. So I I tend to go with the gut and what the people say. Well, the thing you don't know, IMDB, they do their rankings. They have registered users. I don't know what it takes to become one, but then you vote from one to ten on every release title in a database, and then... The computer itself will aggregate the ratings and will come up with the rankings. And that's how we got to this. And that's what I'm saying. Are you registered? Are you on there? I'm not. A, there's, right. There's, mm-hmm. It's not an accurate, real portrayal. It's just a sample size. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see what uh, winds up happening. But lots of uh, voting for your holiday classics gives you some ideas. Uh, maybe something to watch if you've got uh, some free time to check something out with your kids. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, I don't know exactly what we're going to get out of this. I am hopeful that we get some good names of powerful people. And it's going to be interesting to see who is revealed if this judge does in fact unseal documents that would name 177 John Doe's and Jane Doe's that were on Epstein's lists. I got a theory. They're going to say, oh, it's all these high end names. And they probably will be, but they're going to be names none of us know. They'll be... They'll be big names, but big names in the rich person world. It ain't going to be what you want. Well, also on the lists are the names of a lot of victims. So, so it, 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 should that really be who we're releasing? Like, I don't want the victims' names released, even if the victims don't care. I don't care about the victims' names being released. I want to know the recruiters. I want to know the co-conspirators. I want to know the people that were purchasing time with these ladies. The people on the hidden videos that were taken at Jeffrey Epstein's mansions. Those are the names I want. The people on the airplane, the people that went to Epstein Island. It'll be interesting to see if there's any kind of uh, meat with this or not. I don't know that there's going to be. 
Um, I guess we just have to wait and see. I've seen already some people are kind of saying, yeah, I mean, I flew on his plane. It was a family trip. He just, you know, it was transportation. I had nothing to do with that. So you're, you're already starting to see some names. It's almost like some people knew that maybe this might be coming out or that this federal judge might rule that way. So they're trying to be able to deflect, you know, whatever it uh, might be that's going on. So. I don't know. I just, unfortunately, we've been teased so much about the Jeffrey Epstein story, and every time something comes out, it's so anticlimactic. It's kind of like the UFO stuff. We've got big UFO news dropping, and they give you just enough to kind of wet the whistle a little bit, and then go, it wasn't that big of a deal. That's what I fear about this. Yeah. I know. I, I fear it, too, because we've been let down so much by the judicial system in this case. Mm-hmm. It continues to protect the people that should not be protected. The worst of the worst, the clients that abuse children, the co-conspirators, the recruiters, all of those people. That's the list I want the names of. I don't want a list of victims. Uh, they're just idiots. Yeah, well, the victims, I mean, who are, I know that it, that would be a concern, but apparently the ones whose name you'll see, they don't object to it. Kind of sure. like uh, Virginia Roberts, who, you know, was part of the Prince Andrew case. And then people who were minors at the time that it went down, their names will not be revealed. That's good. Yes. I would like to see names of all the people that worked on Epstein Island so we can mm-hmm. go and talk to them. Now, here we are, years removed from him dying. Mm. What's your story? Jeffrey can't hurt you anymore. What did you see? Does it always feel like just, just an island? I'm going to this island over here. Something's going on over there. I'm going to these pri- a private island. Just seems like there's something odd going on. I'm sure on. not all islands have shady stuff going on, no. but this one did. I'm saying a private. Kevin, I've got my private island. What's going on this private island? Well, you can do whatever you want. You're yeah. king of the island. That's what I mean. It just mm. seems like I don't know. I, I'm I'm hopeful, but. Very, very suspicious that we won't get much of anything out of this. Guess we'll see. We don't have to wait long. That is the good news. Early 2024, maybe first couple weeks of January, we should have this. You can also petition the court. If you know your name is on this list and you don't want your name to be revealed, Uh the judge is letting you petition the court right now and explain why you don't want to be on the list. Yeah. And uh, that's fair. So there you go. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. We will see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but I've been disappointed so much with the judicial system on this case. Mm -hmm. This is good news. Uh, Cole Hauser was being sued by the co-creator from Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan. Apparently, Mm -hmm. Cole had his little coffee brand, and uh, Taylor Sheridan said it was too close to the copyrights that I hold for the show. And the branding, I think the mark. The branding and the mark, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I guess they did settle it out of court, which means somebody probably got a little payday, and now they're just going to all stop fighting about it. So Good. Yeah, you can have Gosh. a Merry Christmas and sell your coffee brand, and it's all good. Yeah, I wish someone would like punch me, hit me, do something, take me out, and then we could settle out of court. It seems like a nice little lump sum of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Back in 2020, I don't know if you remember this, uh, but Britney Spears revealed that she accidentally burned down her home gym due to candles. 
and now is sharing, I guess, um, the extent of the damage on Instagram. Uh-huh. She put up some pictures of the burnt out equipment, all the uh, spin bikes that got crispied. I mean, she's lucky she didn't tear the whole house down with this fire. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Could have been bad. Hey, what does Timberlake say back? <laughs> it's nothing to do with him. I know, but still, he's getting a little lippy. <laughs> and that's what's going on in your dirt. All righty. We do have uh, some celebrities having a birthday today. Uh, JoJo, who uh, you will hear time and again on this radio station, had uh, several hits back in the day. She's turning 33 years old today. Jonah Hill is 40 years old and former drummer for the band Kiss. Peter Chris is turning 78 today. I'm sure he'll hear from Gene and Paul. I'm sure they'll, they'll wish him a happy birthday. He might hear from their attorneys, <laughs> but he won't hear from them. <laughs> they wish him an unhappy birthday. Yes. Kevin, before I forget, yes. I gotta wish my sister Tina, Teen Wolf, happy birthday. It's okay. her birthday. Tina, I love you. It's my oldest sister. That's the one that lives in Oregon. Yes. And I feel very guilty if I forgot to wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. I love you, honey. Okay. All right. You took care of that, Bird. Nice I, job. Thank you. Happy 11th birthday to our smart, funny uh, Callie girl. We hope you have an amazing year from Mommy, Corey, Caden, and Kitty. And uh, there's a cute photo on KBJ TV. Aw, cuties. Also, we got a birthday shout out to my daughter, Allie, who turns 10 today from Mommy and the Fur Babies, Mitzi and Milo. They listen every day on their way to school. And Allie wants us to bring back Denny's or Animal. Oh, I love that game. Maybe in 2024, we'll bring that uh, back for the kids. Also, happy birthday to my sweet, strong friend, Melanie. She recently finished uh, her chemo treatments. That is from Janelle and Jupiter. And they're there on KBJ TV with Virginia. Damn, look how I look good in that dress. Initial styles. I mean, are you really bragging about how you look in someone's birthday email? I look great in that picture. (laughs) (laughs) All right, as you were. (laughs) Also, happy birthday to Noel. Love from all the fam. Mary sent that in. So happy birthday to everybody. If you got a birthday and you'd like a shout out, you can send it to us. Mail at kvjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. And uh, we will give you the birthday hookup here on the KVJ Show. The KVJ Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If you want to make a case 
that you grew up in the greatest era for kids' cartoons, what three cartoons would you come up with to make your case so people might actually believe you? Now, I looked at a list from Collider of some of the greatest Saturday morning cartoons of the 80s and 90s, and now it's just not a Saturday morning morning phenomenon. They have cartoons all over the place and even on social media. Oh, cereal and cartoons, and then more cereal is just how you lived your life as a kid. You're what right. a combo, huh? We just would sit in front of the TV, watch cartoons, and eat giant bowls of cereal. Yep. And you kind of got depressed as a kid, because right around like noon, the, 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 yeah. the cartoons started kind Start of- winding down. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was crazy. So here are some of the ones they say are the greatest- Saturday morning cartoons of the 80s and 90s. They've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Amazing. there. Amazing. They've got <laughs> He-Man. The unbelievable. All right. This is a very dude list. Why are you t- t- hold on we'll now. get to your yeah. sucky cartoons He-Man. Oh. He-Man. Whatever. He-Man was awesome. No, not in my world. Well, your, your world's G- a little judgy, <laughs> annoying, and pretentious. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Uh, Virginia, I'll, I will send you a link of when Duke died. All right, never mind. <laughs> Transformers. God, I mean, this oh, my is, gosh. I are, mean, it's so <laughs> male forward. So, it's repulsive. These are banging. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I was just kind of going through some of my favorites first, and yeah, they were they were catered more to me. <laughs> they're, his, they're Kevin's favorite, so why don't you step off? I know. Like I said, I was just kind of running down my list that they, that spoke to me. <laughs> she's thinking some. See, she's thinking some man wrote this list. He did, probably. But so what, Virginia? <laughs> well, you naming all these cartoons? I didn't like a single thing Let you me, said. I'm not done yet. And right. I keep trying, but I'm fighting through this list. And I'm supporting you. Thank I'm, you. I'm I appreciate here. that. I yeah. see you, hear you. Yeah. My look, my list is fluid. I got guy and girl stuff on mine. Me too. Okay, but just let the man. Yeah. This, by the way, is the Collider list of what they said were the greatest Saturday morning cartoons of the '80s and '90s. Oh, so it was written by a man. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage list. Go ahead, as you were. Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, this right. Is such a bad dude, list. dude, 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 dude. It's a lot of great dude and boy really, cartoons and, in the 80s and 90s. And the funny thing is, they knew they needed to get a, a, a girl cartoon, and they had dudes do. I think it was either for My Little Pony or one of the Care Bears or something. One of the first couple episodes, and they showed it to the women that were that were supposed to be on the panel, and it was all dark dragons chasing the pony. It was so over the top, oh, really? yeah. dude. Little kid, they go. Hey, let's. We might want to make this a little less dude. <laughs> okay, now the part of the list that might speak to you a little bit more, Virginia, from your era as well. Gem, love Gem, love Gem. Gem was cool on my list. Okay, the Smurfs, loved the Smurfs. Those were, I would say, top three. You sing like them when you're drunk. La 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 la. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Muppet Babies. Oh, oh Muppet yes. Babies will make your dreams come true. They also Muppet said uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, love them too. Uh huh. Garfield and Friends. Loved Garfield. And then I barely remember this one, but they had a real Ghostbusters cartoon. They did. Oh yeah, that was big back in the day. Yeah, big. That might have been a little older for you. Okay. Or uh, you were too old. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's right in that era. It was 86 to 91, but yeah, possibly. I do remember it, but I don't know it. I just loved it. They had a big toy line. Big okay. toy line. In fact, if you want to come over, I can show you the entire Oh, section. you got it. Okay. <laughs> got them all. If, if you had to go, was there anyone that was left out from your era? Strawberry was... Shortcake. Okay. Uh... uh Looney Tunes, Laugh Olympics. Looney Tunes arguably is not your era. That might have been before you. But they were still playing it. Did you have My Little Pony, So Sad and Lonely? Was that on there? No, it was not. Scooby-Doo was not on there because I think it was not necessarily the 80s and 90s. I think, again, mm. My Little Pony would work. To help. Yeah, yes. but I don't think uh, Scooby-Doo because I think that was before and I think the Looney Tunes also was before. The Jetsons. The 80s and 90s. I loved the Jetsons. Yeah, oh, so good. Did you grow up in the Great Depression? <laughs> yeah. So if you had to have three cartoons to make the argument that you grew up in the greatest era for cartoons, what would be the three that you would pick, Jay Bird, to make that argument? For me, it's going to be G.I. Joe, because I love G.I. Joe. Okay. I love the Muppet Babies. Okay. And the third one's always the hardest, and man... Oh, Don't blow it. Oh, Don't blow it, Pennington. I'm going to blow it. <laughs> I I really did love... I loved... Ma oh, you know... I loved Masters of the Universe. Okay. He-Man. Okay. I did love... I loved Jim. <laughs> Virginia, what is your three? You want to make an argument that you grew up in the greatest era for cartoons. Okay. I loved the Smurfs. I think they're top number one Smurfs all the way. I also really, really got down with the Muppet Babies. The Muppet Babies were so big in my house. And then the third pick, it's hard. Because, I mean, I like Jem. I like what she stands for. But Jem wasn't my favorite. Okay. Even though I'm all about girl power today, uh, I think I got to go My Little Pony. Okay. All right. My Little Pony, so sad and lonely. <laughs> I, by the way, I have a whole My Little Pony section as well. I know you do. <laughs> My Everyone biggest does. complaint about this and the one argument I would try to fight even against myself on is that Scooby-Doo was a cartoon of my era because it was still shown on Saturday mornings. It's a little 70s. It's a it little, is. It's a little, I know. A young know. Mushrooms kid. It's kind of one of those things. But yeah. we watched it. They showed it a lot in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Was the Muppet Baby... The, the one song, was that from the cartoon or from the Mama, Dada, Poop, Poop, Chihuahua, Mama, That's da, Muppet da. Babies. That's, that's Muppet Babies. That's the, yeah. okay. Do you remember a cartoon called The Littles? Yes. I loved The we Littles. The Littles. It, na, 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 na. It yep. horrified my sister. <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch it because it caused some that, issues. That was the little people lived in the wall, right? Yes. Yeah. But I, I watched that. I love that. It rocks some Pennington's. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were saying that. A lot of people were loving that. A lot of people are going with DuckTales. <gasps> oh, the, uh, DuckTales. Woohoo. Yeah, Bird you forgot DuckTales. I'm not kidding you. You could give me the worst task, and as long as you play DuckTales, I'm going to start grooving and moving, baby. Uh -huh, it ain't okay. that bad no more. A lot of people were throwing out Inspector Gadget. Oh. It's getting a ton of votes. Go, Gadget, go. And that's a jam of a theme. It is. It's one of the best. Yeah. Yeah, we missed a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just what you would yeah what you would say. Now, is there any way that uh, kids today can say that they are dealing with the best? I got to tell you, there's a couple that I like. My son, my youngest son, Cannon, I kind of was into that uh, Mickey Mouse clubhouse. 
That hot dog song? Hot dog, hot dog, hot, hot diggity, diggity dog. I mean, that was a pretty solid little cartoon. It was. My older son, he was in the area of Phineas and Ferb. That was a pretty solid cartoon. And there's also the kind of more of the adult cartoons, like your fam, uh, Family Guy, your South Park. Yeah. I get that. There's their cartoons. Right. I hear what you're saying, yeah. And, and you could maybe throw that in there. Because, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then I could probably claim South Park. I'm not sure the kids should be watching South Park. Probably not now, yeah. It's kind of more on a kid's level. Rocco was watching a video the other day, and the people on YouTube were ragging on the cartoon Wonder Pets. And I was trying to explain to Rocco how much his sister loved Wonder Pets growing up. And he's like, Wonder Pets look stupid, Mom. I don't know. Like, I just think maybe the kids now just don't get some of the softer just, stuff we well, love. That's the one thing that I'm, I'm curious. Are cartoons today as strong as they were when we were kids? Because in my mind, I grew up in the greatest era of cartoons. And keep in mind, you only had three channels to pick from, four channels at the most. When Rocco goes on the internet, my man can watch whatever he wants from any decade, from any era, stuff's being put up. Now, there's so much stuff to watch. So much inappropriate stuff. You're right, but we are forced to only watch a small sample of stuff, so that's why it's a little bit more beloved and nostalgic for Remember us. the Manchi Cheese? Yes. I loved them. I... Sound like a broken record, but I have a munchie cheese section at my house. <laughs> you would think you live in the biggest home in America. Dude has to move <laughs> oh, because he's literally yeah. run out of shelf space and yeah. every wall has 80 shelves on it. That's what you think. There's always ways to rearrange and make He's it got toys hanging from the ceiling. Yep. And there's so much ceiling left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other comments? You can always text them into us. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. Jaybird gets to breathe easy today. He is not going to finish the year with a losing record in World Record Wednesday. Wow. Where are my birdies at? 22 wins, 20 losses. So even if he takes an L today, he will still have a winning record. So we don't get to... Give him an extra punishment to start off the new year. What an athlete. Kev had an idea. I I hope the one I sent you will work. It's my favorite world record. I love this one for some reason. Okay. It's fun. Well, what we thought uh, we might do today is, since it is the last one of the year, and technically it's just kind of an exhibition to get us to uh, next year, uh, we're thinking about doing a multiple opponent challenge. So he will not be challenging one, he'll be challenging two people in a head-to-head world record challenge we'll get to next. The KVJ Show. World Record Wednesday, gotta give your best. World Record Wednesday, we're chasing greatness today. All right, this is the final World Record Wednesday of 2023. It's been our year of competitions where Jaybird has been challenging other members of the KBJ show. And depending upon what happens today, regardless, he's going to finish with a winning record. He currently is standing at 22 wins, 20 losses. So Jaybird has got the most wins. Of course, he has the most competitions as well. Our worst performer this year was Suits. He had one win and seven losses. What did he oh. win? <laughs> what? 
What? Yeah, what, what was his one win? It must have been a competition where it was like brains or smarts. <laughs> I, I can't remember what <laughs> it, it involved. Was. Probably thinking or saying stuff. Yeah, what okay. was your well, one I win? mean, I remember it. It was the only high point I had in this game. It was a very questionable round of blindfolded putting together a Mr. Potato Head where you put everything into the wrong spots. <laughs> so that was the only reason why I won. So you were sitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was sitting. That's why. <laughs> and it was well, the other ones were so physical. I'm like, well, I'm not winning this. And it was questionable. It was a questionable win. Yeah. I only had one piece in, and Bird put two, but they were both in the wrong spot, and that's the only reason why I won that round. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I love that he's a man that knows his physical limitations. Hey, we all got him, right? Yep. <laughs> Dennis didn't do a lot better. He finished with two wins and six losses. There, I'm not even kidding you. There's been times where on a world record of Wednesday, suits will go, hey, man, uh, who, who, who's going today? I go, well... It's for the most lunges, and it's going to be Kevin. Thank you so much for not picking me. <laughs> Thank you so much for not picking me. <laughs> uh, Virginia right now has seven wins and eight losses on the year. Okay. So. She has a losing record at this moment. <sighs> and the, the record that every, the controversy is Ralston. People people still can't believe you threw it a couple weeks ago. And then on top of it, a fudge sickle almost took him out. Yeah. Yeah, that I, was a fudge gate. I right now have 11 wins and I have two losses, but I've lost the last two. Yeah, the one was uh, chugging a two liter of Mountain Dew, which. Uh, my body wouldn't take. And then uh, last week, my body wouldn't take either. I was eating fudge sickles, and my bronchial passageways clanked up on me. I about coughed myself to death. See, you tried last week. I did. I felt bad for you, but I really do think yeah. that was a legit win. The week before, it was. you're yeah. a good chugger. Well, it's just my body doesn't do the... I, I get it. Yeah, the, <laughs> I get why one would punt this stuff <laughs> very well, yeah. Not, not my strong suit. We found out real quick, you can give yourself bronchitis from a fudge sickle. Yeah. But, but what's better was reading the comments, really, Kevin, a fudge sickle's going to take you out. Y'all have no idea. This man was not faking it. I don't think you get biology either because it's the way the passageways work. And I thought about it because I haven't been in cold weather for a long time. Had the same thing. If I go to very cold weather and I breathe in, I will start losing it. I will cough my behind You off. just put the cold weather in your neck. The fudge sickle got stuck it's in exactly there. exactly what it was, yeah. And that, you're just breathing that cold air from the frozen fudge sickle. Right. I was raised and bred mm. to eat fudge sickles at an alarming rate. That's yeah. what yeah. You're good. That's you're, what I'm here for. Yeah, you were made for that competition. <laughs> That's why I'm on the planet. Yeah. I was bred for this. Yeah. So today what we're going to do, since uh, Jaybird's going to win for the year, we are going to do a dual competition here today and exclude as many people as possible. What we have here is the fastest time to pop 10 balloons between two people. It's one of my favorite ones. I, I love this one. So you got uh, 10 balloons. The record is 15 0.25 seconds. Do we have like a person passing the balloons to you? It's it basically you have the balloons next to you and you grab them and you, you gotta squeeze together and push your bodies together yeah. and basically smash it. Yeah, that's mm. what you do. And I, I I have my partner who I'd like who I want I want to be on my team. You pick it, bird. And then I also have who I want to want want, want to go against. Okay. You you dictate it. I want it to be me and Ralston. Okay. <laughs> versus bumping junk. Versus a suits and a witch. <laughs> suits and witch. Okay. okay. All right. I am going to be so aggressive, suits. Your junk is not going to survive. The only thing is, we do need play by play. 
when they do it, you can do the play. Oh, you want to do it together? I think we do it at the same time, yeah. Okay. That'd be my thought. So Denny's has to do play-by-play. He has to run the camera, too. It's. Do you want to just do 30 seconds? We can... Yeah. And then we we could we could do a, I mean it's not that long. Okay. All right, yeah, it's, it is pretty quick. Okay, we can do a one at a time. Yeah. There so you. we'll let the uh, challengers go first. Okay. And then you and I will uh, wrap it up. I just think it's going to look so awkward seeing suits in Virginia <laughs> bumping. Suits. I'm so sorry for the pain I'm about to inflict on your lower you, region. You think it's going to look awkward, huh? <laughs> this is going to look weird. Okay. All right, well you guys can uh, step up there to center camera. So people can watch this who are checking out uh, KBJ TV. If you want to make it, I can feed you guys the balloons if you want to make it easier. So you don't have to worry about that. Okay. I think All that right. does make it easier and better for a chance of, okay. I'll feed them to you That's if fine. you feed them to us. Okay, we'll put uh, we'll uh, adapt this a bit. We'll make each challenge 30 seconds. The world record was 15.25, so you've got about double the time. 10 balloons is the best score you could get. And we'll see who can pop the most <laughs> in 30 looks, seconds. Suits look so nervous slash scared. Ah, just this is going to be interesting. That's all. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to make of this. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Okay. Just everything. I have permission to really come in hard, Suits. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to hear nothing from HR later. No, no, you're good. No hashtag me too. We'll be all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, let's hope uh, Virginia doesn't wind up pregnant here. All right, let's see. What region? Probably like here. Okay. All right. They're going to be uh, trying to pop right on their midsections. Virginian suits have a balloon between them. It is who can pop the most balloons. 30 seconds is on the clock. On your mark, get set, and go. All right. There they go. They're pushing hard together. And, oh, they can't even get the one popped. They're really, oh, it's stuck to Suits' suit. He's uh, trying it again. All right. They're really hugging each other hard. It is not popping. It's just stuck between them. They cannot get this thing bust. And you are halfway go, done go, go, with your time. Go. They're trying really. Oh my gosh! Look at this. They are. Look at. Oh, look at. Suits looks like he's assaulting Virginia. It looks like a crime. Look at this. Oh, Suits is going all in. Check this. Oh, Suits with a thrust. And your time is up. You did not pop one. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. It wouldn't pop. I don't know. They did not pop one. What are these balloons? In Thirty seconds. Oh my God. Good heavens. Oh my not my one. We're both gonna be bruised from that, but the balloons didn't pop. Did they pop. And did you I'm see shocked. when Suits was grabbing a Virginia and thrusting hard, trying to make it happen? Suits. We tried. My gosh. I, I feel like we gave it our all on that. I don't know wow. what the hell just happened. That was not from lack of unbelievable. What's the opposite of sexy? Wow. That. <laughs> oh my gosh. Suits, we tried. Also, I just. Wow. All I know is I know we're going to get at least one, but when we get one, we're still going. We are popping. I hear baby. you. Let's pop till we can't yeah, we stop. Yeah, we got a full 30 seconds here. <laughs> I'm going to take this down a little bit. I'm we got to do with this. Okay. Suits, you want to do the play by play? Get Since, naked. Uh, I'm going to be involved here physically, and uh, you and Virginia You'll can uh, do that, and I'll, I'll let uh, Suits... No, we'll go okay. in the same spot. Suits will come over here. You're hitting uh, that for the 30 seconds, and you just got to tell us... you got to start, and you got to tell us when it's over. Okay. Oh, you want me to hand you the balloons? Okay. Well, okay. I will. I will. Come on, Bird. Come on, Bird. All right. Let's do this. Give me a little uh, microphone action, too, here. And All I'm right. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to... A spider on you, like I'm gonna spider spider hump, basically. Yeah, so that sounds hot. Are we going? Uh, now they went they went stomach. I know. Should we go chest? Chest, and if that don't work, we go low. 
Chess, like Pierce it there? Yes, yes. <laughs> would possibly. I think chess is the best option. All right, look. I think chess is the best option. You're in charge. Okay, all right. So who can uh, pop? We just have to pop one and we win. Yes, but I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to keep going. All right, here we go. I know we are. Okay, okay. All right. So tell us when. On your marks, get set, and go. All right, they are trying to pop that first one. They've got it between their chest. And there goes one. They already got one. Popped it. There's, they're staying a little higher up. They are right around the chest. Kevin falls. Oh, man, they're both on the ground. Virginia's smacking Jaybird. The balloon is taking an odd shape. And they are now back on their feet trying to pop it between the two of them. They're running out of time here. Ten seconds. They're both on the floor again. Now Kevin's on top of Jaybird. And there's another pop. They're up to two. Up to two. Running out of time. You got four. Three, two, one, and time. Right the buzzer. It's three. <laughs> wow, you guys ended up on top of each other like twice there. I know y'all missed it, but I got on top of Bird. <laughs> and I thrust him really hard, I and I popped that balloon. You you couldn't see it from my angle. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see. I'm sorry, I, Bird. You but I had to get it done. You two just went down to the ground, and then you just started popping noises. We went, to, we went down to the ground twice, if you didn't see that. Somehow, Jason's onesie flew off of his body. Flew off of it? <laughs> I was on him, and I was hopping up and down really I hard. I saw wow. that. We got three. What an wow. athletic fan with a dub. Oh, yeah. Nothing like, yeah, the two big winners. That oh was... God. It's like an athlete! Wow. We could definitely oh, make man. some money with that video. I felt good. <laughs> we're, we're going out of the year of winter, big dog. We gotta slow that down and set it to music. Wow. That needs a saxophone. That oh. needs a saxophone. Yeah, I'd like to uh, maybe... Uh, Suze can put together a slow-mo replay on that, because yes. I would like to see how that uh, look. Two daddies just going at it. Uh, Stephanie said we should have called the game Brokeback Balloon. <laughs> And everyone is winded. Oh, I know I am. Oh my gosh. <sighs> that was that was full contact though. You sacked me like three different times. <laughs> <laughs> and I sacked you too, but in a different way. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, that was that was full contact balloon popping. So man. aggressive. Yeah. It was, man. Whoa. Hey, we wanted it more. We did. <laughs> the KVJ show. Popping balloons between two competitors. I can't wait to see uh, Virginia and <laughs> Suits go again, and we need to add maybe the uh, saxophone to that, because that was something, I let blew, me tell you. I blew up my entire onesie. It's broke. It can't work. I can't even wear it. It's done. <laughs> that, was the most, that was so much fun. Yeah. Some gave all. That was such a fun time. Yeah, we went, uh, we went hard on that. And then uh, Bird and I got the uh, dub. We got three balloons popped in 30 seconds. Wow. But we had a groove. Towards the end. Look. You were on the floor humping him. Well, I'm bleeding from my knees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding from my knees. And that's how you know you're yeah. doing radio hard. That's what I'm yeah. saying, man. Doesn't that feel good, Ross? How, how many other radio hosts in here are bleeding? You're bleeding <laughs> from a bit. Yeah. That's <laughs> a man. Balloons. That's a man. Yeah. So uh, if you missed that, you can uh, go back and watch it on YouTube or... We will make sure that uh, we turn that into a TikTok video to be up on uh, our reels on Instagram as well later today with some appropriate music. Hot damn, I feel born again. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. All right, starting off here today, Carrie says it. Christmas sucks. But if you're going to put that on a social media platform, expect people to clap back. I will play the role of Carrie here today. 
Bird, you're going to be Gary. Virginia's going to be Omar. And Denny's, you can be Carver. Carrie and Gary? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Carrie and Gary. Okay, so here's what Carrie had to say in her thread. Christmas sucks. (gasps) Christmas does not suck. Take this post down before your mother sees this. She loves Christmas. Even if you don't like Christmas, uh, why do you have to say it sucks so publicly? It makes you look stupid. Yeah, saying Christmas sucks on social media just to get everyone fired up is lame and stupid. I know your parents taught you better than that. Take this down now. OMG, I meant to type Christmas rocks, not Christmas mm, socks. mm. My parents are board members of our church. We all think Christmas and both Jesus rocks. Stupid autocorrect. Father, please forgive me. I will not forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) Now we got another problem here because Amanda thinks that Christmas is sexist. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, Okay, all right. Let's hear this hooker out. We're firing up drunk Barbie over here. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so we will have Bird play the role of Amanda here. Virginia, you can be Lindsay. I'll be Chad. And Denny's, you can be Lori. Chad. Chad. <laughs> oh, here's Amanda. So why do we have snow men but not snow women? Another sign that the patriarchy is completely screwed up. And, of course, Rudolph is a male who saves the day. <laughs> Give me a break. Christmas is sexist AF. Oh, preach, girl. I've been teaching my daughter that snow women exist since she was two. My girl will not live in a world where only snowmen exist. Yes, queens. Preach, baby, preach. Christmas has statistically been proven to be sexist because I saw CNN do a news report on it. We women must stick together. Christmas is not just for the men anymore. That's right. That's right. Uh, You women sound effing crazy. (laughs) Christmas is not sexist. The women on this thread are, though. Christmas is about the spirit of giving. The only thing you're about is giving off psychotic vibes. Oh, uh, ladies, the fight is not over until men like Chad no longer exist. Mm -hmm, I said that. Keep teaching your daughters that the patriarchy is effed up. When you start to see snow women regularly, you'll know we have turned the tide. Think about it. It's all men. Except Mrs. Claus. Santa, Rudolph, Snowman, the list goes on. We must end the sexism of Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I really hope Santa Claus brings you all a psychotherapist and some Prozac for Christmas because the women on this thread are certifiably crazy. I mean, good luck with raising your daughters as future man-hating monsters. Happy holidays, psychos. Oh, and Christmas is not sexist. You are. Butter your own biscuit, fat ass. Uh, That's right. These damn snowmen. Snowmen should be taken down. If you see one, kick it. You know what? This is the year we cancel snowmen. Oh, man. You're right about that. Butter your own biscuit, fat ass. That's right. That's right. Hey, you see a great thread? Send it to us. Do a screenshot and email mail at kbjshow.com. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. 
I love what Guy Fieri is doing. You know, you hear about a lot of these super rich guys that are like, nah, I'm not just going to leave my kids as much money as I earned. I did all the work for it. If they want to get a little scratch, they got to work a little bit too. Guy Fieri, of course, just signed that $100 million deal with the Food Network. And he said he's taken after Shaq. Shaq said... To his kids, if you want this cheese, you got to get two degrees. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, Guy Fieri said that his sons and his nephew, who he is raising, his sister passed away, and so he's raising his nephew. He says all those boys, Hunter, Ryder, and Morgan, have to get a bachelor's degree and at least a master's degree after that to be able to be left in the will. That's smart. That is so smart. Why Why not? not? Like, it's your money. You make the rules. You made the money. So Mm -hmm. I'm fully on board with Guy Fieri and anybody else who's super wealthy making their kids do the work for it. Mm -hmm. Get the degree. Get their own leg to stand on and their own confidence. Yeah, and they're all going to school pretty much. So Um, Hunter, in fact, is doing an MBA right now at the U. University of Miami. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, Jules is studying law at Loyola Marymount, and uh, the kid writer is still in high school. But yeah, they're, 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 it sounds like I would do it if my parents held that over my head. Absolutely. Yes. I got like a $100 million Food Network TV deal, and if you want your cut of this money. And they're just making you a better person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's holding your feet to being better, and you know there's a big reward at the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mariah Carey has returned to the number one spot just in time for Christmas. Her song, All I Want for Christmas, is you beat out Brenda Lee, and it is now back at the top spot where it belongs. I wore out her other song. Her oh, Santa. Oh, Santa is my cousin. Huh? I do like that song. Oh, Santa is so fun. It makes me want to break down and dance. I know. And it was certainly fun to watch Taylor Swift uh, dance around uh, as the Kansas City Chiefs beat the New England Patriots over the weekend. I guess in the stadium, she was handing out tips to everybody. Yeah. Uh, Food workers got to meet her. They also got a $400 tip apiece. Mm -hmm. And I guess she had gone to a party before the game and she had handed out homemade cinnamon rolls to everybody. So she. She's spreading the love at Christmas. Yeah. In fact, here's a former University of Miami star quarterback and retired NFL star Bernie Kozar talking about these cinnamon rolls that Taylor Swift made. I was at his house like three hours before the game. I'm, we're having a pregame meal, and Taylor is so nice. She comes in by herself, and she's so cool. She brings, um, she made her homemade cinnamon rolls for Travis for pregame meal. Aw. Huh. Interesting. I can't speak a lot about the football game. I can't speak a lot about Travis, and I can't speak a lot about Taylor. But I can speak about cinnamon rolls, and they are such an underrated snack, man. Homemade mm. with the yeah. frosting and the glaze on it. They Forget had a photo of them. They looked amazing. Yeah, pretty solid. And that's what's going on in your dirt. My KVJ show. We do have an update. People are asking, "Hey, what's the latest?" That one guy who had the vasectomy and his girlfriend said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm pregnant." It's like, okay, wait a minute. Uh, We have been together for six weeks, and I had a vasectomy two years ago. 
it is the holiday season, but I'm not sure this was an immaculate conception. So we did get this update that uh, came in. What happened with the relationship? And they said, yeah, uh, I'm the person that sent you the email a few weeks ago about how my girlfriend told me that she was pregnant, even though I had a vasectomy two years ago. Now, at the time, we had been exclusive for six weeks. She claimed to be four weeks pregnant. When she told me, she said that an abortion was out of the question. So I finally told her that I couldn't be the father because I already had a vasectomy. So he did what we suggested and said, you just need to go back to her and drop that on her and see how she responds. So I then asked her, I'm like, so since I've had the vasectomy, did you cheat on me? She acted insulted and upset that I would even ask. And I told her that I would pay for all the testing to prove that the child was not mine. And that's when she flipped out on me and told me that she figured that this was exactly how I was going to react because she always knew that I was selfish. She said that if I really cared about her, that I would have comforted her and reassured her that I would always be there for her no matter what. Okay, so all of a sudden she's spun it on him, Virginia. How do you feel about that? Well, if it is his baby... These may be just her true feelings. I mean, we don't know for sure. We haven't done any testing. I told her that this had elevated to a crazy level too far and too fast for me. She stormed out of my apartment and told me that it is over between us. Okay, what? Yeah, this is not what I suggested he do at all. This is the path he has taken. He said, so I assume she was lying about being pregnant, but I'm not positive. I am sure that she was crazy, and I'm not into girls who test you and set traps. This whole experience makes me so thankful that I got that vasectomy. I did hear your comments about testing the swimmers for complete assurance. I haven't done that yet, but will before I am ever with another girl again. She's scared. Yeah, now you don't know what's going on with her. Now now you got walls. Yeah, now you're in a battle with her. I I just don't think you handled it right. Okay. What do you think about this, Bird? I think this whole thing seems very suspect. I think Mm -hmm. this thing has got riddled and littered with drama. And Mm -hmm. I am just, I'm I'm not trying to go to war with anybody. And I'm trying to figure, figure it out because... I would feel terrible if it was my child, just by the low probability that low. it is. I'm low, not tiny low, but it's still what, there. Is it one in a thousand that that but, can happen. But that's why I'm not going to go to war and try to get into a fight with anybody. But I'm going to do everything in my measure to, to to make sure we find out whose baby this really is. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to be let let her storm out and let her let her get 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 just. Don't you think if she legitimately is pregnant with his child that she will come back and then she will agree to the testing to prove that it is his, yes, if it truly is? she should. Okay, so he just needs to chill and see what happens, right? And <laughs> this will be a stressful nine months. And, and this can happen in life <laughs> where you do have to wait out nine months and it's a stressful nine months and that's life, baby. If, you, if you're going to play the game... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he's that stressed at all. No. I think he's very... Con- Convicted that it's not his and that she was either lying or it's somebody else's. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff too. You know, I think everyone's got an intuition and a gut feeling, and you know, when something seems off, and there's something seems off about this situation. Mm-hmm. Most people listening to this think something seems off with this. Mm-hmm. And the next nine months will be very telling. Well, you'll probably have it all flushed out in the next six. Maybe. Like if, if you notice that maybe like you see her or you maybe do a little get in the bushes and she's not pregnant in six months, well, then there's your answer. Yeah, I don't even know that he cares that much. I think he's more 
concerned about protecting himself. I remember his last email, he talked about how he had really focused on his career and it built up, sounds like good finances, good job, all that kind of stuff. And he got the vasectomy because he didn't want somebody to come in and try to trap him into a relationship. Say, guess what? I'm pregnant with your child. Look, it's an improbable. It's not impossible, but it's improbable. So, and Mm -hmm. if you got his swimmers tested on top of that, they're like, dude, these things are not working. You got nothing going on. I think you got your answer, but it's in the back of your head. I think because it's a big situation. It's a life-changing situation, and she's Mm -hmm. claiming it's your kid. So it's not like you're just making up the situation. Mm -hmm. You're involved in it. Okay. Well, there is your uh, update for uh, makeup or breakup. Do you have some other people here right before the holidays want to know if they need to stay in their relationship? This person wants to know if you can love Christmas and be with a Grinch. It says, I've been dating this guy for seven months and things have been great until the holidays hit. The first weekend in December, I asked him to go out and look at Christmas lights with me. He said he'd rather watch paint dry. Oh. The following weekend, I asked him to watch Elf with me and he said it was stupid. But he wasn't into watching any of the other holiday suggestions I had either. He wanted to watch a new movie that, hadn't, that he hadn't seen before. And I asked him why he hated Christmas, almost as a joke, but he shot back pretty quick that, you know what, I hate Christmas because it's fake and it's commercial and it just stresses everybody out anyway. He even confessed that he hates giving or even getting gifts. Wow, he is like a real-life Grinch. I told him that Christmas was big for me and I always wanted to have a partner I could share this with. He said that he doesn't get why it matters. I mean, could you imagine how much it would kill me if we then had kids and he behaved this way during the holidays? So should I let him know that if he doesn't like Christmas, that he can't be with me? Can a relationship work where one person loves Christmas and the other one doesn't? I mean, it just sounds like he's a grump. Why would you want to be with a grumpy guy? The whole thing is you cannot like Christmas and also not be a douche about hating it. You see what I'm saying? If if Christmas isn't your thing, you don't have to go around, I hate Christmas, I'm not But I bet if you look at other things about him, Christmas is not the only thing that he is a grump about. We're going to Disney World. We got free tickets. Ah, ah, we're going to Disney World. The lines. Political. Ah, There'll be something. It sounds like this guy might be a grump, and I do not think a positive person should be with a grump. I think a grump honestly mm-hmm. needs to be by themselves and work on themselves. I think a positive person will maybe think they can fix the grump. You can't. You can't. And you're just going to wear yourself down for what? You'll throw away the best years of your life with this loser, and then you'll realize in like eight years that you got to divorce him because he's just miserable. Especially if you know your mate is really into something, even mm. if you're not into it. Be happy. Good gosh, man. Play the game and... and have a moment with your mate. Your mate <laughs> wants to get into Christmas and be joyful, and, and you're just you're ruining it for her and mm. yourself. You're making that choice, and that just shows me you're an idiot. Well, isn't that part of being in a relationship, being hashtag be cool with your mate and doing some right. things that you know make them feel good? Yeah. Uh, and barring murder, you should go along <laughs> with your mate if they're into something. Yes, if your mate yep. wants to go out and murder and that's what brings them joy, do not sign on to that project. I'm not saying you got to be obsessed with it, but you ain't got to be a Grinch about it either. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, this makeup or breakup email? It says, my boyfriend is a bartender, and his bar was having their gift exchange the other night. 
It was a staff-only party, so I gave him a little bit of space. But then when he was done, I went to go pick him up afterwards. He let me in the bar, and I was uh, standing behind it while he and the staff were all cleaning up. I saw behind the bar there was a brawl with this hose that was coming out of it. So I held it up to my chest, and when I did, one of the guys who works there told me that it was one of those booze brawls. But they got it for one of the guys who works there because he's kind of got man boobs and he never goes anywhere without a drink. So it was kind of like a joke. So I laughed. I then saw a large rubber dong. I picked it up and I was about to say something before I saw a note that was taped to it. And it said, Alicia, now you really can go F yourself. Love, Rob. Well, Alicia is this really hot bartender that works closely with my boyfriend, Rob. Yes, my boyfriend bought an adult toy for his smoking hot female co-worker. I went to the car as soon as I saw it, and then when my boyfriend came out, I laid into him. He told me that I was way overreacting and that this is only a harmless joke. That's what the gifts were they got. But the rest of the night, I felt like my boyfriend was just gaslighting me to make me feel like I was the one who was crazy and insecure. Am I blowing this out of proportion? What are the odds they are really hooking up? And do I need more evidence or is this enough? You know, it don't even matter if they're hooking up. Wallace Pennington's heard enough. I'm out. Bartender and they're doing sex jokes and they're familiar with it. You you can't be that familiar with somebody when you're in a relationship. You just can't. Virginia, what do you think about this? I mean... If you take it at face value, I don't really think he did anything wrong. He told her it was a joke to go F herself. It wasn't like he said, hey, I want to use this on you. I mean, it might have been just an inside joke where he was being like rude to her. But I mean, I don't think they're sleeping together. Virginia, to keep in mind, you found a piece of a white sweater in Panda's car and you had well that's because he didn't tell me that a girl was in the passenger seat and she had used the seat belt and there was all white fuzzy sweaters on the front passenger seat and i was like what girl was in my car and he was like ah and he couldn't remember is that that's totally different than this this sounds just like a joke between co-workers that wasn't sexual Okay, I'll have Suits put up a poll to try to get an answer on this because people even in the chat are very split on this. Your boyfriend buys his coworker an adult toy, possibly as a gag gift. Is this a makeup or is it a breakup? I'm just saying, you start messing around with sex toys and in a pro- I'm just saying, when you get you're, a lot of context and you're here. working in a she's, bartending she's smoking situation, hot. Oh. I've, I've given toys as gag gifts to people that I definitely did not want to hook up with. It's, it's a gag gift. And if that's what's going on here, then it's but, not the same as I gave my coworker a sex toy because I want to use it on her. No, no. It, but here's the difference. Your gag gifts might have been with people that the other person wasn't. The person in your relationship, they weren't threatened by it. This is a smoking hot bartender who he works with. So she's threatened by it. And then there's a sex toy involved and she thinks it's inappropriate. Mm hmm. Okay, that's a little bit of a tougher one to answer. What are people watching KVJ TV on YouTube saying? Go to YouTube, search for the KVJ Show, or go to kvjshow.tv and let us know. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Well, we're asking a second ago, make up a breakup. What do you think? Is this just a gag gift or is this a breakupable offense? Dude's a bartender. And he gets this hot female co-worker what was called a rubber dong 
And then a note was attached that said, Alicia, now you really can go F yourself. Love, Rob. So Rob's girlfriend saw this behind the bar. She flipped out. She thought it was completely inappropriate to get an attractive coworker an adult toy, which is what he did. I think people are getting it twisted. It doesn't mean they're necessarily cheating on each other. It could mean they're cheating on each other. It could mean they're not. But somebody in a relationship, a lot of people are going to feel insecure about that. Not everyone, because clearly there's people in the chat room who are going, it's just a joke. You're being oversensitive. I just know that there's a lot of people in my personal life, if, if the dude bought a woman, a yeah. sex toy, and then said, oh, it was just a joke, and the the wife or the girlfriend doesn't know the girl like that, she ain't going to be happy, and vice versa. He likely picked the worst person in that bar to buy that for. If it was for another dude, haha, <laughs> it's a gag gift. You buy it for likely the hottest girl in the entire bar that you work with. To act like you don't know why that wouldn't bother some people, that that's what I don't get. Well, it doesn't then, mean they're cheating. And then she felt like he was gaslighting her, saying, you're being crazy and jealous. Stop acting that way. Man, when, when people work with other people and your mate doesn't know them, and you're always talking about this person almost like if there's like a mini crush, yeah. they're going to get a little insecure. Yeah. So is it a makeup or a breakup? 39% of people are looking at it as a gag gift say it's a makeup. 61% say, nope, sorry, you're over, dude. Yep. Wallace Pennington, you break up. <laughs> now, I always break up because I, I, I'm i trying to save the person from me. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you said, too, that uh, your niece's friend, Jay Bird, had a situation she's wanting to know how she should look at because she's been with this guy for five months, and he didn't bring her to his company holiday party, and all her friends were thinking, oh, he's just not into you. Honestly, though, I, I, I don't know the situation. But don't most people, I mean, I know for us, we don't bring our partners and spouses and all that to our holiday party. The reason why this is a little different of a situation, mm-hmm. this is the type of holiday party where you should have a sit down kind of a dinner and you, you bring somebody with you. Yeah. And she knows some of the other people that work there and, and she's just not, he's just not taking her. And other mm. people are going, but she's not going. Mm. And yeah. that's where she's going. I'm not getting an invite. Is this... It's kind of weird, isn't half it? Half and half. I think half is that he might just be lukewarm on you. You might have a little bit more work to put in, even after five months. But part of me sees his side of it as well, where some people are just weird about their job. They don't want to have people know, their coworkers know what goes on in their personal lives. They like to maintain that barrier and that wall. And is that wrong? That, that doesn't mean you're doing anything I don't think shady. So. I think sometimes if you have your mate with you at a work anything, it yeah. almost puts extra pressure and you get a little yeah. distracted. Absolutely. And you're not at your best well, self. You can't, you know, a lot of times there's schmoozing and you're working on a relationship with somebody you don't see that often. And... You know, that'll happen. Your your partner sometimes, I, I've had that, where you turn your back on your partner and don't recognize it because you're just focused on the person you're trying to talk to and you're trying to keep two people happy at once. I invited a family member at an event one time and I didn't have a chance to really talk with them and boy, did I get the business. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 there is a Why am I here? There is yeah. stress when you <laughs> right. bring it, at least to one of our gigs. Do you like when Panda comes to an event or does it add stress? It depends on what kind of mood he's in. 
So if Panda is self-sufficient and happy and engaged with the people that are there, it's awesome. I love it. But sometimes I'll put him in situations where he doesn't know anybody. He's maybe not in the best mood. I've drug him to five events already that week, and he's not feeling it. Like, no, that makes it bad for both of us. (laughs) So sometimes it's not good to bring Uh your partner because then you have to babysit your partner, and they don't want to be there. Like, if somebody doesn't want to be there... Stop making them go. That's kind of where my head is with mm-hmm. Panda these days. Like, okay. if he don't want to go, yeah. I'm not making him go. I'm sorry I asked Panda. My bad. My, my bad, <laughs> Well, you asked the question, but you can't handle the answer, just like a man. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Panda's driving his car. Damn, Bird Boy, what are you bringing my name up for? <laughs> Your boy's setting you up over here, Panda. You see that? Mm-hmm. I know. I'm so now sorry. Now he's got to take the heat when uh, uh-huh. Vegan's home. Look at that. Panda, yeah. make sure you take out that trash today. Yeah. <laughs> It's KBJ. Okay, we get to see who is going to be heading off to the championship. Our final two left in our best Christmas movies and specials bracket. Home Alone had a comfortable lead on a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I got to say, Virginia, kind of interesting uh, what happened with this one. Home Alone really took off and destroyed a Charlie Brown. Good. Yeah, it was not even close. In fact, they won by 600-plus votes. Whoa. Okay, that's the way it should be. Charlie Brown ain't in any kind of condition to take a loss. You know what I'm saying? But he deserves it. Damn, Lucy. Pick it up. I mean, you are a real-life Lucy. So a Charlie Brown Christmas has been eliminated. Home Alone moves on to the championship. Now the big question, what will it face? The movie Elf or the animated version of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Got to tell you, the voting picked up big time for both of these. Okay. Elf was losing before it picked up a lot of momentum. But it wasn't enough. (gasps) It is lost the Grinch moves on to take on Home Alone in the championship. Elf is eliminated. Wow. I, I just, I'm, I'm over here stunned. Whoa. We are shocked. How crazy is that? It's okay. crazy. All right. Well, the championship voting has begun now. You can go to kbjshow.com and let us know what is the best holiday movie of all time. Is it Home Alone, or is it the animated version of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby! It's the Whacked Out News! People breaking the law! Ha-ha, fighting in the nude! Ha-drunk people pooping in the street! Ha-ha, it's the Whacked Out News! So many people are meth! Ow! There is a Santa situation that is going viral today. The photos are pretty entertaining as well of this broke down fill-in Santa that apparently has ruined the Christmas of many families who went to the Metro Center in the UK. They say this Santa who came in was wearing red socks instead of the traditional black boots. And he was also (laughs) missing his Santa hat. Oh no. This Santa apparently could also be overheard complaining, asking, how many more children do I need to see before I get my break? Oh, no. 
Regardless, family said they were still waiting more than an hour for this disappointing experience. An hour is kind of like, all right, that's normal. If you're in line to get pictures with Santa, sometimes it just takes an hour. It does, man. But if you you get up there and he's not dressed, he's complaining. Right. He's not even wearing the costume right. Like, oh. I wonder how often that happens where the malls have to go, all right, we have to get a little bit of a change of shift here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You would think they would say, okay, you're done, and then have an extra costume or something and bring a new Santa. Because not everybody's got the right temperament for the trade. You're right. You might think. Who has the best mall Santa in South Florida? I'm kind of curious. It'd be pretty amazing, in fact, if people could help us do the work. Gardens Mall, Aventura. Take a photo if you've got one and send it to us. I'd like to have a little competition to see who the best... Mall Santa in South Florida is. Kind of do like a Hunger Games style with all the Santas here. <laughs> Absolutely, I, yeah. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Pit the Santas against each other. It's <laughs> yeah. so Christmassy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Spirit. Yeah, if you got the photo, send it to us. I want to <laughs> compare and contrast. It's the Santa Gladiator. It is, yeah. <laughs> Who's the last one standing? That's amazing. But along the way, yeah. let's make sure we shame the ones that don't make it. <laughs> Mail at kvjshow.com. Send us those photos if you have one. Love to see it. Another thing that happens this time of year is the fun little news bloopers. Oh, man. The news gets all goofy, and they have some flubs this holiday season or from seasons past. The Nutcracker performances are tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon. The Nutcracker Nutcracker performances tonight Uh at 730. Well, the U.S. Postal Service wants you to make your holiday shipping experience Uh-oh. a little bit easier this December. But those who live here say they're, you know, that they were seen uh, Jolly St. Lick, or that they've seen <laughs> Jolly St. Nick. Uh-oh. We got Leslie's name too, did we not? Peach's Cookie Fingers. Peach's Cookie Finger. What? <laughs> yeah, Is that my stripper name? It's el- elf. <laughs> Christmas Elf. Oh! Christmas Elf, <laughs> Christmas elf name. <laughs> Peach's Sticky Fingers? Cookie Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We need to cut her off. She's been hitting the eggnog in the Whoa, back. Oh, girl. Oh, she no. Sounds, she sounds awesome. She oh, wants no. to be naughty. She sounds fun. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That that wasn't right. Do you know where Taintsville is? No. <laughs> Bend over, Jaybird. Let me show you, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, that is an unfortunate name. Taintsville. If you did not know, there is a Taintsville, Florida. It is a small, unincorporated village nestled between Oviedo and Chuluota. Is this a joke? It's not. It's real, Virginia. (laughs) Back in the 1970s, the county used to have many in-between areas of wilderness between major towns, and this was one such area. And so residents kind of wanted their own identity, and they didn't want to be just lumped in with, oh, it's near Chuluota or Oviedo, you know, so... They said, well, one teenage boy named Boyd Best, he was claiming about how hard it was to tell all of his friends where he lived. So he said, well, we ain't Chuluota and we we taint Oviedo either. So the phrase Taintsville just kind of stuck because he kept saying that around town and people like going, yeah, okay, so we're Taintsville. Because we we taint uh, Chuluota and we taint Oviedo. See, I think when towns have that, they need to lean into it and have fun with it. They did. And so in 1971, the village was officially recognized as Taintsville, Florida. But at the time, taint 
didn't have the same meaning that it's come to now, which is a place on the human body between the anus and genitals. Is there a bridge in Taintsville? You would need a bridge in Taintsville. If they don't have one, they need to have the official Taintsville Bridge. That's amazing. <laughs> you, you have to make a bridge. Yeah. You have, you have to. to make a bridge, yeah. yes. So there you go. So it uh, <laughs> goes along with Two Egg and Mayo, Florida, some oh, of the yeah. more interesting town names. I know exactly where that's at. That's kind of by, uh, sort of by Mag's area. Oh, by Tallahassee? A little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, an angry customer, Daniel Palomino, struck a Wawa worker in St. Petersburg, Florida, with a piece of chicken covered in a spicy Nashville sauce right about 1.20 a.m. in the morning. Ooh. The spicy Nashville sauce then got into the victim's eye. Ooh. Palomino apparently became upset because he believed that his chicken sandwich was not cooked completely. Thankfully, the injury is not expected to be fatal. But still, my gosh, you do imagine you get some of that spicy Nashville hot sauce in your eye? Oh, I get I splash things in my eye all the time. And, I know. And, and, and it does really, <laughs> it affects about 45 minutes. Are you okay yet from the gravying that you got at Thanksgiving? Just now getting my footing. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding, man. When I did that, put my head in her gravy and it went in my right eye, it did something to my retina. I was not expecting. She's got witch powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, other chicken issues going on here. New York State has come up with a bill that will require Chick-fil-A to stay open at road stops throughout the state. Even on Sundays? Even on Sundays. Wow. If not, they would have to move. Your move, Chick-fil-A. What you going to do? Do you stand by your policy Mm -hmm. or do you cave? The restaurant has been closed on Sunday since it was first conceived in 1946. It was done to allow workers a day to rest and worship if they so choose to do so. But yeah, it is kind of inconvenient. You're taking up a whole entire storefront on Sundays and you're not giving people food in the rest stop. Mm-hmm. They do have other places like Burger King and other, Dunkin' and I yeah, know other I, joints in there, so you can't get food elsewhere. But on Sundays, of course, you can't get Chick Fil A chicken. So and, you're just making the Dunkin' line longer and the Burger King mm-hmm. line longer, and you're making yeah. people have to spend more time there, which they don't want to do. You are making me hungry just when we start talking about it. Just, okay. just food. Yeah. I said Duncan and you said Burger King and he tuned out and just started thinking no, about I, uh, I listened to the story. I, I was going to make a Bud's chicken comment but I wanted to. I'm playing nice today. <laughs> and finally Seminole County, Florida deputy Kristen Simpson was arrested after she was found passed out behind the wheel of her car at a traffic light in Deland. The deputy is now on administrative leave and is facing a charge of driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs. It's insane how many of these videos are out there where the cop pulls up and the person's passed out. The car is still on. They're they're either their foot's on the brake, but they're 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 still you know the car's running. It's insane, and some of them are cops. This one was a deputy, you said. Uh, yes, this was a deputy. It doesn't sound like she was in she was in her car, so it doesn't sound like she was on duty, but still. Okay. You know, you're representing law and order and when yeah. you yourself are passed out. They're not gonna be happy. There's yeah. one where a cop is in, in a cop car, they find beer cans in his car. In his cop car. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't gonna go well. It didn't go well. Merry Christmas, you're fired. Yeah. 
All right. Do you have a confession that you would like to make to the KBJ show? You can do it anonymously, so you can go ahead and tell us all your devious behavior and not be outed for it. Just text it into us right now, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-976. We're here at the KBJ show. KBJ. Hey, we've all done some troubling things. Maybe we're holding on to a secret that nobody else knows. Love to hear all these salacious behavior going on. Tell us, what are those secrets you're holding on to? You can do it anonymously, too, if you text into us, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. This uh, first confession here says, My youngest daughter walked out of my bedroom and asked me, Why is daddy's PP in your dresser drawer? Oh. Ooh. I panicked and then said, um, you know what? He got a new one. So I put his old one in the drawer. She told me she wanted a new JJ for Christmas then. So now I'm debating whether she'll believe me if I tell her Christmas morning that Santa brought her a new one. But I'm just afraid at that point that she'll ask me to see her old one. <laughs> what the hell is going so, on here? So does that mean I'm going back to the adult toy store? This is a mess. This think, turned into a huge mess. I think this person, they think too much like a sitcom and they need to chill out. <laughs> wow. Lies on lies on lies. And then, and then at the end, they slip on a banana peel. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, just uh, the kid's got to forget. Just buy the kid a new present and they'll forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. This confession says, I will often burp right in the face of my dog to watch him excitedly sniff the smell of the meal I just ate. <laughs> I bet, uh, that's so gross. That's gross and kind of not nice. Because is he, is he's, but, not, he's okay. not getting any of it. I know, but I mean, does the dog enjoy it? No, I think I taunts him. I think he's like, uh, he, he wants them. He's like, oh, man, that chicken smells good. Where's the chicken? No chicken? No. I just get this dog food. Kibbles. I don't think that's cool, man. Okay. Uh, This person said uh, in their confession here, they text in, they said, I was in the toilet when the guy in the stall next to me asked, hey, what are you up to? I replied, eh, I'm just taking a dump. What are you doing? There's this awkward pause. And then the guy in the other stall said, yeah, I'm going to have to call you back. (laughs) He was trying to make a phone call and poop. We both sat in awkward silence in what felt like an eternity. I don't think that's a good move to make a phone call for a public pooping. Well, I mean, if you say, yeah, you're like, hey, what are you up to? I mean, the guy in the next stall might be like, I don't know. I'm just taking a dump. What are you doing? Yeah, I think the, I think the guy that was talking on the phone is the weird one in the equation. I think so, too. Yeah, he really kind of did put this person in a bad situation because, yeah, you might respond and be like, well, what an odd question. But, okay, I'll take the bait. And I'm not sure either, phone or no phone, I don't know if I would answer anybody that's talking to me in a stall that's pooping. I always assume they're not talking to you because I don't know you and I certainly don't want to make friends in this moment. Let's say you're in the bathroom and all of a sudden you just you hear, hey, what's up, girl? Hey, 
and th- and then you hear a knock on the stall, and you're doing your business. Do you do you get involved in that? Well, here at work, I think you have to because you're supposed to be nice to your coworkers. So if anybody tries to engage with you in the bathroom or in not at work, you have to respond. You can't ignore. No, you're, you're at a you're at a Wawa's gas station. I say nothing. Nothing. I nothing. am a, I'm a mute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing out of me. <laughs> you act like nothing. I will not engage with a stranger in the bathroom while either of us is defecating. Because that, that's just a weird thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person, they text in, they said, I left for work and I couldn't find my phone. So I went home and I asked my husband to get out of bed to help me find my phone. He kept calling it and it was vibrating in the driver's car. It turned out it was in my back pocket. After 30 minutes of searching, I couldn't admit it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That might be one that you don't tell him. <laughs> Just, oh, I found it. It was on the floor of the car. Yeah, I've done goofy <laughs> things like that with my phone as well, where I it's in my hand. And, and I'm, I'm looking, looking for it. Looking everywhere. Yep. And you're like, what a moron I I've am. done the same thing. Sunglasses on the head, tearing the house apart, looking for yeah. them. I checked them. The refrigerator, microphone, washer, and dryer, because it's always possible. Microphone? Did I say microphone? You, you did. did. I meant microwave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, this uh, confession says, when I turned 21, my dad took me to the bar closest to our house for my first drink. Aw, that's sweet. When the bartender came up to take our order, he greeted me and asked where all my friends were. Oh, <laughs> So much for first drink ever. It's just you and your dad. Enjoying the moment. You don't need a bunch of friends. That's a bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person just sent this one in via text. My ex-boyfriend is cheating on the girl he left me for with me. Oh, this is when you salivate and rub your hands together and smile. <laughs> Why? What, what, cra- what crazy stuff are you about to You're say? You're about to blow his spot up. You have the power. Is that what you do? Do you let the new girl know, hey, you took him from me, I took him right back? You don't let her know it came from you. You don't want no blood on your hands, but you do make sure she gets the message. But what if she knew about you? She doesn't have to know where it came from. I make sure the information gets to her. But, no, what I'm saying is, I don't leave a paper trail. What if she cheated? What if when he was cheating on on you with her, she knew about you? It's like she was like, oh, yeah, leave that, leave that witch. I, it doesn't matter. You weren't in a relationship with her. You don't have any ill ill will ill will with her. You want him to get hurt. Okay. I don't know if you were if you were in a relationship and some dude was trying to mack on the queen and they took the queen from you, would you? And have, I took the queen back. Yeah, but wouldn't you have some ill will towards that guy? Yeah, I would. Of course you would. Yeah, I'm not in cahoots. Not loving it. No, yeah. it's all him. It. It's not her. I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at him. Okay. Let's destroy him. Uh, another confession. I turned in a family member for social security disability fraud. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So they're a criminal, you're a rat? I'm not turning in anybody for white-collar crimes. I don't want to be involved in all that, especially if they're your family. Do do you get involved in anything like that? Boy Scout Kev, you find out one of us is involved in some white-collar crime stuff, and Mm. you know about it. 
Do you no. roll over? No. No, because no. now you're involved and they might have got away with it, but now you've brought this pain on them and their family. Like, ugh. Okay, do you get involved if you all of a sudden find out Virginia accidentally stabbed somebody? We had to get rid of the body and there's a situation. <laughs> I'm not asking y'all for help. I'm one help. of those guys. I just try to stay away from all of it, man. <laughs> I just, yeah. If I accidentally need to fire, uh, uh, hide a body, you two are not the ones I'm calling. But you know how she is? She she wouldn't come to us, but she would somehow say it in front of us as she's talking on the phone to somebody else, and we would still find out about it. Yeah. So now morally, we have to go, all right, we know about it. Do yeah. we go to the police? Right. Do we go to the police at that point? You'll never know about the body. You'll never know where I had to bury it. I disagree, man. You're you're loose lips when you got some booze around. I I definitely have secrets that you don't know. Okay. Stuff I haven't told you. (laughs) And uh, finally, this person uh, texted in for their confession. They said, I approached my now wife in a hotel, and she always will tell the story about how nervous I was when we first met. Aw. But I could never tell her the real truth. I actually thought she was a hooker. Huh. Hmm. Well, look at it like a compliment. Okay. Just never say those words. Never tell anyone. Pretty woman. She was hot. Use the analogy there. You did the right thing. You text into a radio show and you'll never tell her. Do not tell her that. Keep that to yourself. That's right. (laughs) Thank you, though, very much for all those confessions. You can always get them into us, 877-979-WRMF. We got some really good submissions. I got to tell you, the people are bringing it this year for our listener Christmas carols. So many original new ones and a lot of good raps. We heard some yesterday. If you missed those, I got one of the best ones we got, plus a couple brand new ones, including a new banger called Dead by Christmas. Oh, dang. This is your jam, Jay Bird? I think it might be dedicated to uh, one person in particular here (laughs) on the KBJ Show. You're going to hear it next. The KBJ Show. Tony, we got some amazing submissions here for KBJ Nation Christmas carols. All you have to do is download the WRMF app. Use that little microphone icon on the bottom left-hand corner of the app, and you can send us up to 30 seconds worth of audio. We challenge you. We said, hey, look, it can be kids. It can be adults. It can be old school. It can be new and original. And, man, the people are bringing it this year. Really good stuff. We played three or four new ones yesterday that were all really good. And we're going to go over them here before the end of the week, and we're going to break down our absolute favorite one. Yesterday, Sasha was one of my favorites, an original rap that uh, she wrote in for her new KBJ Nation Christmas classic. It's Christmas time, and I'll give you a reason to listen to KBJ this holiday season. Hey, V, Jaber wants to know what you're making. Just give him some whiskey and a pie cake, and it's going to be good. It's going to slap. Then on your couch, he'll take a nap. This holiday, it's wings and football for Ralston, but he won't get laid because he ain't in Boston. Hey, Suits, what you going <laughs> to celebrate? What you going to do? Because apparently, you're a bad Jew. Jenny's going to sit on Santa's lap with his new baby. Will it turn Santa on? I don't know. Maybe. So take my advice and listen to KVJ and have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. That was awesome. Will it turn Santa on? Maybe. Yes. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. That was Sasha that sent that in. Good stuff, man. Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, Drew, he came in with his own Christmas rap banger here. The KVJ here to stay. Been a fan since the day. 
Loving Virginia and Kevin, but I don't know about the bird, the J. J, 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 J. Acting hungry, but you fake. Always telling us you eat a bunch. Then why your pizza vlogs once a month? I don't know if you even munch. Uber Eats is your reviving crutch. Always ordering it on the go. Cause pantry at home, it's a little low. Snack pack, snack pack. Look at Jay Bird's backpack. All I see is a tumbler, a dusty snack, and a Kit Kat. Mmm, Christmas. That's so amazing. That's unbelievable. That's these are next level. That's so amazing. These are next level. I'm like, man, people are just crushing it. Adorable. They really are crushing it. Oh, that tickles my heart. Yeah, we'll get, that. <laughs> we'll get these posted today and keep adding to them so you can uh, check them out. And uh, we'll see if there's a way you can uh, vote on your favorite here. <laughs> I'm the uh, fake-ass snack first. Oh, I yeah. Unreal, right? <laughs> Unreal. And I feel like this one's kind of uh, pointed at you as well, Bert. Chrissy uh, <laughs> came up with this one. This is a new original Christmas carol here. It is called Dead by Christmas. Oh, dang. Yeah, Dead by Christmas. It's the holidays with KBJ, but has anyone checked on Jason? Produced. I, it's so, so well done. It, but they're funny, man. Yeah. They're making me laugh. Yeah, these are absolutely <laughs> amazing. We'll continue to uh, spin these uh, for the rest of the year, <laughs> provide them for you to be able to uh, check them out as well. And we'll spin them at his funeral. Yeah. Because I mean, it's respect. That it last one, I got them off from my ringtone. <laughs> He's not dead by Christmas. The KDJ Show. Automatic KDJ. updates. And you don't realize it till you wake up in the morning, you look at your phone, you're like, oh no, it did an update last night in the middle of the night. What kind of surprise am I waiting for on my phone today? Oh great, now I get push alerts from everybody. I gotta tell you, honestly, <laughs> there are so many screwy things since uh, the last phone update happened. Now I have an iOS, I got an iPhone, and for some reason now I'm getting every member of the family's voicemail messages. Mm. That's I, not cool. And I don't know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily getting my own. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not getting mine, but I'm getting everybody else's. I, I'm, I'm getting everybody else's. Including the kids. So whenever I, uh, every day I have to send about four or five different text messages to the family member whose voicemail it is, <laughs> which is really annoying. Uh, the other thing is my contacts are all crazy. So as we've been sending out text messages to people, it's been coming up as weird stuff. It changed my profile photo. Who it was, and it found probably the worst photo I've taken in 25 years, mm. and it used that for my profile photo. 
<laughs> and it was sending around to everybody. Eyes so beady. Is that the one that looks like where you murdered the entire family? That's every picture. Uh, yeah, I but, wasn't done. But, but I was and fat in this photo, so it looked like I murdered them, then ate them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely just terrible. Fat and scary. I mean, it was just uh, everything you don't want in a photo. <laughs> That's what it was sending out to everybody. But here was the crazy thing. Everybody in my family that was sending a text to anyone was sending out that terrible photo of me. Mm. That was their profile photo as well. And then the other thing that it was doing was it was having my name attached to it. It would say Dad Ralston. And so my daughter last night, she texts because she's like, we got to get this fixed because, you know, the family that she works for is a nanny. She had to text the father something. And so she sent him a text and he's like, yeah, by the way, why do you call yourself Dad Ralston? Oh, gosh. Now she is Dad Ralston? Well, he's just confused. Oh like, gosh. why are you calling yourself Dad Ralston? And then she's like, oh, well, there's, there's a chain of all this. He's like, well, my information's getting out to other people. He's like, fix your phone. Yeah. Y'all are a mess. It, I can't trust you to watch my kid if you can't even watch your phone. It was crazy. So we, we, <laughs> that's a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> so, yeah. That's what he's thinking. You don't thinking. know tech. You can't watch a child. Is that what the equation is, Virginia? I mean, you can't even figure out a phone. You got to figure out a kid. You need to be wearing that old lady mean mink you wear to work <laughs> when you say things like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of weird. So uh, after that uh, went down last night, I guess my wife, she's actually probably the most tech-savvy person we have. It was something with the cloud. She had to go in and delete and rearrange and do all this kind of stuff in the cloud. But here's the whole thing. Hey, Apple, how about when you do an update? How about improve my life and my phone? Don't give me more work to do. Yeah, you see what I'm like, saying? You, you don't reset my stuff so that it makes it so tricky for me that now I'm, I'm, I'm not myself. But on the <laughs> other end, too, though. People use the cloud as an excuse, even when it's not the cloud's fault. Oh, I didn't call you. But Dad Ralston, no, that's the cloud's no, no, fault. I'm not saying, I, I know this situation is for other people. Like, why, why didn't you call me? And I texted you three times. Well, the cloud, it got, it, it's underneath, <laughs> it's over. You can't, yeah. you can't find it. Uh, I was just kind of curious. I was talking to Randy yesterday. And she said, yeah, my phone has been weird since the latest iOS update. So I... At least found one kindred spirit. I don't know if other people have had issues with it as well. It happened a couple weeks ago, but it's been chaotic. So there you go. If you're wondering why I'm texting you a horrific photo with Dad Ralston on it, <laughs> that would be why. Thanks for the update, Dad. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there is a fun little place in town that is handing out some pulled pork sandwiches for free today oh yeah do mm. tell i will coming up in minutes kvj i just want to put this on your radar are you paying attention powerball jackpot it's creeping up again it's now worth an estimated 572 million dollars with a cash prize of 286.7 million. Whoa. Yeah, I know sometimes that slips by people unless, you know, it's put on your radar, you just don't even recognize. The next drawing is going to be, I guess, today on Wednesday. So, yeah, you might want to go out today and snag yourself a ticket if you're wondering how you're going to buy Christmas gifts. $572 million would help you out. Yes. You can take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would think so. So if uh, you need some cash, you never know when somebody's going to have an odd demand 
on you. I'd heard about uh, an odd demand. Bird, you were saying that uh, Denny's got into a weird situation where he had to buy a couple of odd items. Oh, yeah. Denny's? This is kind of, this is a weird story. Denny's, Denny's has some weird stuff happen when it comes to the customer service world. It's probably because he's hanging out with you. You <laughs> are a magnet for weird, and now you put it on D. Okay, so there was an odd purchase that uh, you had to make. Can you explain why? Well, so I was running late, and I decided to just stop and get an errand done. I go, I'm already out. Let me just stop and get an errand. I had to buy salt for the water softener, okay. which is something that you can't just get regularly. You have to go to a place that has it. Mm-hmm. Special salt. Oh, it's, it's Yeah, it's the salt you put in your water softener, that five-pound bag or whatever it so is. So adult. So annoying. Yeah. Aquaman so, delivers, by the way. Oh, very nice. Well, so now I know. But yeah, so I just stopped off real quick. It wasn't my normal store that I run into, so I'm not really familiar with it. But they keep the salt in the garden section. Okay. Right? And it was raining, so the garden section was closed. So I went in there, and I just said I needed salt. And the lady goes, oh, the garden section's closed. And I go, can we get it? I just stopped here kind of – I wasn't trying to make a big deal or anything. Yeah. And the lady goes, all right, we'll send somebody over there. So I just hung out in the garden section, and they sent somebody over. And they have a container that's locked up with all the salt. I can't even get it because it's in a container. Why is the salt locked up? I don't know. So anyway. Does Keith have the key? So the lady comes with the key and she comes down and she goes, oh, we don't sell that. That's backup salt. She goes, the salt's in the back of the store. I don't know why somebody would tell you to go outside and wait. So I go, okay. I go, well, so I parked on the other side because usually they keep the salt in the front of the store. You just pay at the register and then you walk out to your car and you pull your car up and grab some salt and drive off, right? Uh Uh-huh. So I'm waiting in the garden section, and the lady goes, no, we can't do that. We can't ring you out for that. You'd have to go move your car if it's overweighting in the other spot, which it was. So I moved my car over here, and she goes, you have to get the salt and bring it back, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, so I do all this. I'm trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. I go to the back. I get my salt, and I come up front. There was somebody ringing out in front of me, but they ended up not buying whatever they did, and they left it on the counter. So when the lady rings up my salt, she thinks those items are mine. She starts <laughs> ringing them out for me. Which and- was... So it was a bag of beef jerky, the oh. teriyaki like turkey beef jerky. Oh yeah, turkey. and it was a, a utility oh. knife. Well, anyway, so I just go, hey, as she's ringing out, I go, hey, real quick, those aren't my items. I didn't put those on the counter. And she's like, what? And I go, yeah, those aren't my items. And she goes, well, they're on the counter. And I go, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Those must have been the other guy before me. It wasn't mine. Blah blah. I'm only getting the salt. She's like, well, I'm gonna have to call a manager. I can't void this. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she was already annoyed at me because she said I was making a big deal about getting the salt from this container. But I go, I don't yeah. work here. I don't know how the store works. I go, I see a thing of salt. I just assume that's what I grab it from. I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to make a thing. <laughs> so she goes, oh, I'm going to have to get a manager. You're just going to have to wait out here for that. And I'm already running late. And I go, all right, whatever. I go, what do I have to do? She's like, just, you know, I already rung you up for these items. Can you just buy them? Oh, what? So, God. hold on. To make what everything faster. Hell? What? Can you just buy them? Well, so to make everything faster, because it be felt like she me. was not budging on this. You've got to be kidding I me. bought a utility knife and a bag of turkey beef jerky. <laughs> and he ate a bunch of this beef jerky, and then what happened? Well, so remember the day I was complaining where I was really nauseous behind <laughs> <Yes>. the scenes? <laughs> no Well, I'm in the way. car driving. It's raining. <laughs> and I go, you know what? I'm running late. I go, I'm going to eat this darn beef jerky. So I ate the beef jerky while I was driving because I was in a bad mood. <laughs> and the next wow. day, it ravaged my insides. <laughs> 
I've never <laughs> seen him nauseous. He was so I had to sick. put my head down. It was during the show, and I was sick, and you guys are all... We were feeding him ice chips. He was that nauseous. What the hell? The lady didn't want to cancel my order. She said she had to get a manager, and it was going to take forever, and I just go, okay, I'll just pay for it. So now I have a utility knife, and I ate beef jerky in the car. You know what This all this is? Mercury is back in retrograde. <laughs> I'm just like, there's no option well, What this is is a statement on how terrible customer service has gotten yes. in America, and these all these people, all of them, because of stories like this, you're going to be replaced. I'm just telling you, the technology is there. They will be replaced. I just saw today that airports nationwide are going to be installing self-checkout-style security lines. Oh. They want to get rid of the uh, the TSA people, and you'll be able to do the pre-check, and they have a way now where, it, again, you don't have to deal with the human touch. They can do everything because people are having experiences like this with human beings, and they're saying, you know what? Just remove that element. We have the technology to do it. I don't want... You know, diarrhea giving turkey jerky. <laughs> well, like, me and Virginia were talking <laughs> yesterday. It's one of those things where when someone's legit polite to you yeah. when you're doing customer service, it stands out so much to where you're shocked by it, and it really shouldn't be like that. Yeah, if you're looking at this person who's just being polite, and you're like, no, they must be on something, <laughs> that's a problem. Just the fact, like, oh my gosh, they, they, they were nice, and they didn't make me feel guilty for ordering extra cheese that I'm paying for? They must be drunk. Wow. <laughs> Whenever you come across it, you're always just so happy. You talk about it for a week. Yeah. But yeah, I have a, geez, I, mean, I just, I told Bird that, and he goes, What? Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, we're seeing the last decade of people checking you out. It is going in 10 years, pretty much everywhere, you're not going to deal with humans anymore. And turkey jerky stories like this. is gross. Yeah. Just no one should eat turkey jerky. It's very farty smelling. And it's not going to just be your little customer service stuff. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of stuff that it's coming for humans jobs. Well, yeah, all of it. No. <laughs> well, because humans are not doing it right. <laughs> you got to be better than a computer and don't make people buy jerky and a knife. They <laughs> and don't a utility want. knife. <laughs> hey, has that knife look though? I actually will say that's probably one of my better purchases because <laughs> Christmas time you order a lot of stuff yeah. off of Amazon. I've been opening a ton of boxes with it, so I'm happy in the hindsight, but I really didn't want it at the time. Okay. okay. One or two items, not too it bad. It was the knife you never knew you yeah, needed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> People are saying, why did you pay for it just, just to get out of that situation? I only stopped girl. off. He's a people pleaser. He doesn't want to cause drama. Exactly. He just wants to get in and get out and make it as least offensive as possible. She wouldn't have sold it to you unless she had to void it out, and that was going to take a whole thing. I just didn't feel like dealing with it. I was already there forever. They told me the whole garden section was closed. <laughs> <laughs> I was already dealing with that. When, when somebody <laughs> comes into your store to try to buy something, don't make it difficult for them. Thank yeah. you. I walked back and forth twice because I just I, couldn't get somebody to help me. I'm not a business major. <laughs> I would have left. I'd have had no salt in my water. <sighs> I just It was so low. I just had to get it. Home delivery. Yeah. From now on. Okay. My KVJ show. 400 likes on KVJ TV on YouTube. Thank you guys very much. Got the... Uh, 750 people in there watching right now. You can watch anytime, either live or on demand. Go to YouTube and look for the KBJ show. You gave him a good Braveheart speech. You got him fired up, and they voted. They listened to they a did. Lost. Thank you for the response. Do appreciate that. So I want to give you a little tidbit today. If you want a free pulled pork sandwich, you can go to Tropical Barbecue Market at West Palm Beach between 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. With every donation of 99 cents or more to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they're going to be giving you one of those free pulled pork sandwiches. So it is going to be about 99 cents for your donation. Okay. Oh, but still, that's a good deal. It is. It is a good deal. So it's free, but it's not free, but it's for a good cause. But yeah. It's, 
yeah. They should say 99 cent pulled pork sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. with you. That's what we're talking about. Still a good deal, but yeah. That's it's a 99 cent donation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all have our ideas. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bird, if you would, wrap us up with your thought for the day before we get to the after the show. I talked a lot about death today, I feel like. You did, and then we did a whole holiday death round of our song game. Death ends a life, not a relationship. He would know, dead by Christmas. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.